welcome back to our late episode tonight of Top Shelfers Podcast. And like before, we have three sponsors. Finally, killing it out here. It took a long time. People like our guest tonight, Curtis, like been here since the beginning, and it's Clark, awesome to have yeah. you back. So uh starts off Monarch Social. If you guys are ready to start scaling your business, you want your own website, or you need someone to create engaging, high-quality content, Monarch Social is the way to go. Go check out what they have going on either at monarchsocialbrand.com or reach out to me. Um, next but not least, or second off, um, is Dark Prime Collectibles. Listen, if you are into anything in the nerd realm, whether that's Legos, Magic the Gathering, gaming, do you collect old action figures? Do you just want to go down a nostalgia trip? Dark Prime Collectibles is the way to go. You can check out their website, or you, if you're in Utah, you can head up to Clearfield, Utah, and they have a brick-and-mortar location. Go in there, say hi to Jason, tell him I sent you. He's a great guy. He'll take care of you. It's a lot of fun up there. It gives you that old-school gaming vibe. And last but not least, we have Hepius, premium CBD that's not going to break the bank. I personally use number two. It's their broad spectrum. It's an everyday use. They have products for sleep. They have another product that kind of is a universal health. Um, I, I can't, I can't say any anything bad about the product. I, I've used CBD for many years. It's nice to finally have an outlet that isn't costing me an arm and a leg. Go check that out if you're into that world. HappiestMed.com. That's H-I-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. Thank you guys. Curtis, dude, I. I'm 18 months sub to you still. Are you really? Yeah, dude. I just got my 18-month anniversary oh message to type in. You know it's going to just be? All caps. Poggers. Poggers. Dude. Fucking the Poggers, pog dude. You know, it's... You are the, you're the you the only subscription I've had for that long on Twitch. Well, I'm honored. Thank yeah, you. I can't get rid of that shit, dude. Well, it, it's crazy. So, we met through Bird. Yeah. But you knew... Well... Uh, other guy too. Yeah, you um, knew Forrest. No, Chandler. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and that was through Bird, Bird as well. Through Bird. Yeah, because Bird got Chandler a job at Wine Racks. Right. And then we hung out a few times, and then Chandler stopped talking to me. I miss you, Chandler. We yeah. should hang out again. Shouts out to Chandler. Shout outs to Chandler. Cool fucking guy, man. And then we made the connection that you, I didn't hang out with him, but. Like Forrest and Chandler hung out with like some of your old friends, like Aaron and um, Aaron Jorgensen. And, yes, yeah, yes. Colton and those guys. Yeah. And they were like, "What the fuck? Small world." Dude, <laughs> it's so weird, man. How that network of people is always connected somehow. Man. Somehow, it's somewhere. Crazy. And you, God, you were on one of our. Were you in before twenties episodes, or thirty at least, right? Your first episode was like two, almost three years ago. Yeah, it was. I, I I know it was like right when you guys were getting us started. So you were still streaming on the laptop, which we were talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah, and then I think it was that night, that first night that I did the podcast with you guys, that I was like, "Yeah, I have a computer you can have." Which is <laughs> you're all like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, yeah, I have a computer you can have. Seriously, we, we were all like, like Forrest <laughs> and I were like, "Dude, we got to scrounge some money together." At least get something that's not yeah, the laptop. I, I was like, I felt bad because you had to buy that one part for oh. it. Oh, but now that I think about it, it was probably like 
a whole ass computers. Oh and yeah, no, <laughs> you, it it was the difference, and it changed our streaming. It was just in the way at my house, man, <laughs> so. But we have a lot of gaming to talk about because we last episode we were on we were dabbling. It was pre Shadowlands. Yeah. We were talking about Shadowlands. We were talking about classic. And this is World of Warcraft. So if you guys aren't in on World of Warcraft, I don't know what to tell you. Get involved. Shadowlands fizzled for me, man. Shadowlands fizzled for me too hard. I um there was just too too many systems in place. And the one system that like everybody loved, they didn't embrace it enough, I think. Because I was talking to my friend about it and told him pretty much I think all of the fun that I had in Shadowlands, like the really fucking fun that I had, was in Torghast. Yeah. It was with my friend playing in Torghast. The dungeons were just more of the same I've played. Yeah. The raids were just more of the same that I've played. Everything else was just like, God, I just wish I could collect a tier set bonus again. I wish I didn't have to fucking do all of these like weird power-up conduits and... Yeah things and shit like that you know it it's just adding it's over complicating a system that really i don't feel like the old tier systems were ever broke i don't know why they shifted from it i don't think i think it's all about money dude it just they were spending so much money developing probably like the cost for all of the artists to draw and design and program and model a different set of armor for every single class in the game while they continue to add more classes and to to come up with and design and balance and and figure out tier set bonuses for every single class as it continues to add more right as soon as activision took over blizzard dude like all of that shit went out the fucking (sighs) window man like it, it just like it's not about making the right game for whatever the cost it's about making the best game you can for the lowest cost and it sucks because i really think and i you know there was just a report done where subscriber count was the lowest it's been in a long time yeah i I, it just some about shadowlands for me like so i i hit max level and i'm like I was still hesitant on Shadowlands because yeah. I didn't play a lot of the last expansion and I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to do the same shit that I just yeah. didn't really have fun with. And then I was like, okay, well, they're doing a level squish, I guess, like because people are enjoying Classic. And I liked the idea of the first raid, like some vampire-esque. Like the art team, and I, yeah. I can't stress this enough, the art team for World of Warcraft has knocked it out of the park every expansion no matter what like the they're they they don't get to decide what they're drawing but every time they draw it it's sick i think they've been shitty armor wise a couple of expansions have been pretty bad but as far as like just going into a raid and getting like awed by like just this insane place that you've taken me to yeah. fucking blizzards artists they're like always the most they're probably underpaid they're probably overworked and like just god bless them dude because the that art in shadowlands is so sick like it is so cool it's cooler than anything in warcraft that i've ever seen like keep doing that like follow that that you're doing that art style is sick like 
the fact that I've heard more than one person say Dark Souls-ish when they're describing it. It's like a Dark Souls-ish Diablo feeling. Yeah, That's a win. It's a, it's a good win. fucking compliment to get. And I think, too, that whatever ends up happening with Shadowlands, like, I don't... I think that a lot of the communities on the same page as us is they're just not... It's not holding the attention. And it. I think it's a mix of, like, the over... The over, not overwhelming, but like the so many different variables that go into collecting your armor now and and getting better gear is just a little too much. And I think too that the content, as far as aesthetics aesthetics aside, just isn't. I think WoW's got to a point where like, how, what can they do to reinvent the wheel when it comes to bosses? They I don't can. think they can. No. In, in, in the raids, the bosses, the boss fights, and the boss mechanics, I've definitely come so far. It's, it's such a difficult... Uh, magnific rating compared to, like, 40-man raids. Like, yeah. Like, it's, when Classic came out, everyone just tore through Classic raids because they are so easy compared to the raids now. But my main issue with World of Warcraft now is, like, there used to be this, like, feeling of, like, you could go get the best armor in the game from whatever the hardest raid at the time was. And, like, it's just lame now that, like, in order to get the best stuff in the game, you don't get it from the hardest raid in the game. Right. Like, you have to go do Mythic plus 15 this, or Mythic plus 15 that, and try to get a trinket to drop <laughs> off of the fucking end of the dungeon when you have a chance to get one fucking item from the whole place. Like, that is so stupid. And then it turns into this roulette wheel where it's like, well, at the end of every week, you get these bonus items that are fucking broken as shit, so... You have to fucking do this Mythic Plus shit or you don't get the best gear in the or game. You don't compete, and because no. we didn't want that to conflict, that's probably another reason it took out tier set bonuses. Because it would drive you, know, you away from Mythic Pluses. I really... I love Mythic Idea. I love the scaling and it getting harder and harder. But how they handled the loot, I think, is really what pushed me away from the last couple of expansions. I just think the best loot you can get from Mythic Plus should not be as good or better than the gear you get from mythic raids no mythic raids are where the best gear should be and and i i agree with you on that and i definitely don't like the the extreme extreme rng of the chests right because we already on deck man yeah thank you yeah we already have like rng that we have to worry about when it comes to bosses right like yeah we know where our loot job drops we have to farm it over and over again. Yeah. I don't want to also pieces drop too. And I don't want to I don't want to also have to be sitting here like, okay, well, it's the end of the week, is my chest going to be give me the one item that I need to, you know, go yeah. from this DPS mark to this next DPS mark. Yeah. Cuz like, you know, do you watch Asmongold? Asmongold, shout God, out. He's fucking bust you Asmongold. He he's Probably one of the best streamers in my eyes. One of my idols for yeah. sure. Like, and, uh, as far as streaming goes, he's yeah. fucking... He's just... Because he keeps it... So good. He's, a, he's just a fucking real person, yeah. dude. Like, he's himself. 
Which, yeah, like, I watched this one stream he did after he took his break. He decided to build an igloo when that Texas snowstorm happened. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, he just, like, went and laid down in bed and put his little phone up on the, like, stand. And he just had, like, a real one-on-one chat with his closest followers, you know, because people turn off the stream by then or yeah. you know, whatever. And, like, man... I was so relatable to him when he was talking about stuff. Because, like, yeah, he wasn't talking about specifics about a lot of things. But it was like, I think that way, too. Like, damn, Asmongold, I relate to you. And I love, he's a good dude, and I love that, you know, he, at one point, he was the most subbed Twitch streamer. The classic came out. Yeah. And my boy Ludwig's number one stream right dude. now, dude. 100k plus subs. Yeah, dude. That Eric, idea he came dude, up with. Eric Cooters, dude. That idea that he came up with, the, like the stream goes on as many subs. Yeah. Is brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. He's genius, dude. Um, I love that Asmongold specifically, like, you know that he could never stream again. He's well off. You know yeah, that he yeah. doesn't need money. He's not financially dependent on anything and he talked about this on one of his latest videos but he 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 stays so humble you know there's a lot of streamers still who get with his mom yeah still live with his mom i love his snack bin his bin full of snacks he has all the time you know and there, i think that i don't care what anyone says when you get to that level of fame you change a little bit and i hate to say this i hate to say this live and i don't mean it offensively but like, I don't watch Tim anymore because of that. I I, yeah. I Fortnite really went to a lot of guys' heads. I I don't. I, I get you're rich and famous now, bud, and I'm proud of it. I was yeah. I've been there for a long time, man. I remember a lot of the old days, and I'm proud to see where you're at. Yeah. But now I don't need to hear about it. Yeah, he's about it all the time. I don't need to hear about constantly. I don't need I don't need flexes every day. I mean, yeah. I'm glad you're where you're at. Dude, that's why. Do you, have you ever watched Ludwig? Actually, no, dude. He's like, I, I, he's my favorite streamer, and I've been watching him for like two two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, that guy started from nothing, man. Yeah, and like grinded his way to the top. Like when he first started streaming. He would do, he would play piano, he'd do these piano streams, and he only knew two songs on the piano. And when a new viewer would come in, he would just play them those two songs. I love it. <laughs> and then, so they would leave and move on, and somebody else would come in, and then he'd play like those two songs or whatever. And like he just streamed like every single fucking day, dude. And like, you know, a lot of people, there's like a meme, I miss the old Ludwig, and it's like, no, the guy is so fucking, like, if you watch his streams, he'll make jokes about how fucking rich he is now and stuff or whatever, but, like, it's so ironic, and, yeah. like, it's just, like, I think he's, it's his way of embracing the obvious thing of, like, how much money he's making, you know, but he's gonna donate, like, $100,000 of all this money from his subathon to charity. Yeah, I, I like, think that... You know, and I that that's the thing is like when I see these streamers I've been watching for a while, like I remember when Lyric got his big deal. And I'm like, dude, Lyric's who, awesome. Who there's not a who person who that doesn't famous never showing your face on screen, dude. Yeah. Who Crazy. doesn't deserve it more? You know, and like <sighs> Video game donkey. Even yeah, fuck. 
Donkey's the man. <laughs> I fucking love Donkey with a passion. Yeah. Dude's just oh my god. It anyways, like I just I love seeing these guys who've been grinding on Twitch for years and years and years and years and you know, they deserve the success. And you know, I I feel bad for people like Ninja, for example. Dude looks yeah. like he's holding on by a string. Dude, it looks like And I don't know what's going on with him, but I think I don't know. I would. I haven't followed it super closely. I just know that he's like you know six k subs now. Yeah. And he's like a, you know, less than ten k Andy. Yeah. Which for being ninja is pretty insane. He's playing with Drake. Yeah. So like I think that's. You know that's what happens when you establish your career on which is sucks because Ninja did not establish his career on Fortnite. Yep. He played Halo and a bunch. He of was other an OG gamer. Years, dude. Yeah. But like, he didn't not play Fortnite for like two years. So all of his viewers and everybody that cared to watch him play other stuff. People got burnt out on Fortnite pretty quick. Yeah. The kid culture behind it and the just the Yeah, Green Day's American Idiot was a good album, but by the end of the year that it came out, tired I, wanted to, I wanted to fucking stab you. If you if you turned on Wake Me Up When September ends. If I turned on 963 like, and put you in the dirt, bro, <laughs> yeah. in a video game. It, like, it, it, if I turned on 963 and they're playing Boulevard of Broken Dreams. For the ninth time yeah. this hour. Wake up for the president yeah. get mask. Like it's a great album, but it is, it is. It's a wonderful album. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking it every day. like a turning point for them. They really killed it but with no, that, that one, the... dude. But holy shit, you can just blast it in my face so much that I'm just like That was the first CD I ever bought with my own money. Yeah. Like, dude, now, <laughs> now I hated it. Dude, just like overplayed. You know, twelve years later, you know, Soldier Boy comes on. Like, Soldier Boy up in this hole, watch me crank it. Dude, I'll get down to that <laughs> yeah, now. I'm dude, I'll it. fucking bob my head to that. Like, dude, yeah. But in the moment, I see when why that this song was famous. Was... But when it first came out, I would again kick you in the nuts if yeah. you turned it on. And I remember kids in the hallway on their phone back when phones sounded like garbage. Yeah, like crank yeah. this other boy, and I'm like. Dude, it was just up. like it was like the fucking internet delivered a lethal dose of Fortnite to everybody, yep. dude. Like my YouTube algorithm was like it all Fortnite. Fortnite. It's just everything. You know what's Fortnite. fascinating though, and I'm curious if we're gonna see this trend with Fortnite. The trend we're seeing with Minecraft. The same thing happened to Minecraft, where like they got bought out, and then like you go to stores, it's Minecraft. Videos, it's Minecraft. News is talking about Minecraft. And then everyone was like, dude, I'm, I'm tired of Minecraft. And then it kind of simmered for like two or three years. Yeah. But there were still people playing. And now, Dream and George Not Found and all those kids who yeah. are streaming, they're the it's the biggest thing on Twitch aside from like yes. Ludwig. <laughs> so, because of... I, I don't think Fortnite will ever pull Minecraft. I think Minecraft is like one of the best video games ever yeah. fucking made. And I think most of the reason that it's the best video game ever, one of the best video games ever made, is just simply because of all of the the possibilities with it. Yeah, There's the mods so many mods and so many different things you can do in Minecraft. And it's so kid-friendly that you can give it to a five-year-old and like they can play, have fun, 
and get addicted to it. Yep. And then as they grow older, they learn more about it, get into the modding part of it, Join and stuff like that, and... and the community part of it. Like, there will never be that in Fortnite. Like, Fortnite's got a polished, clean game. I'll give them that. Yeah, Fortnite runs wonderful now. And uh, compared to all the Battle Royales that were coming out at that time, it was just ages better, bro. Like, I remember watching uh, Chandler and his brothers play PUBG and just being like, oh my god. Um, I, I think one thing, too, that killed Fortnite for a lot of people, and I see streamers bitching about this, not only in Fortnite, but in Call of Duty, is that, um, what do they call it, where you play against people your same rank. It's a term. Oh, um... Skill batch, save skill batch. Oh yeah, skill-based matchmaking. Skill-based matchmaking. Yeah. I think that streamers have to realize, like Ninja, for example, and some of these other ones who are bitching about skill-based matchmaking, yeah. you guys created that because you streamed these games and you made them super popular. And then all these guys and kids who are like, fuck, dude, I wish I was like Ninja. And they actually grinded hard as fuck. And now they're better. They're yeah. There's thousands of ninjas in Fortnite lobbies. There's thousands of your top, well, not your top, top COD players. These, but these kids nowadays are cracked, bro. Oh, I can't play shooters anymore. I'll keep it a buck. Yeah, I, I can't. <laughs> they are Dude, way better than me in yeah, video games. Way better. But, and that's the problem is I think that that is what killed Fortnite. Yeah. Is everyone got super good. So the entry to play now is you have to be already good. Otherwise, you're never going to win. I think that's what yeah. killed Fortnite. Well, and Fortnite sort of, uh, I think, shot itself in the foot a little bit, too, with the balancing issues. Yeah. Like, as far as, like, competitive adult gamers go, they want to go in and, and, you know, have a gunfight where people are building shit all over and playing that part of the game. They don't just want a kid, 12-year-old, in a mech suit yeah. to just walk around the map and kill everybody. And, like... Yeah, they were catering to the younger audience. Because if the younger audience doesn't win games, they're going to turn the game off. Yes. They're going to play something else. So, like, you have to have these overpowered Thanos gauntlet-type things in the game that are like, yeah, 12-year-old, get this, and just murder You're going to win. Yeah, you could win. win. Yeah, this is your chance to actually win that game. Because at the end of the day, they don't care if you win or lose, no matter what your age is. No. Because... They just, they want, just you, want engagement. Yeah, and they want you the to get that you battle pass. Yeah, the more you engage with the game, the more chance you have of buying skins and such. And I mean, it just—it's a model everybody does. It's yeah, not, you, not have you, you have to. You you have to. And yeah, the, I guess the reason why the service. Yeah, I, the thing that bothers me the most is when these top streamers though are complaining about, you know, I don't want to get in every lobby and be shit and they on. about anything. If yeah, I'm like, I'm, I hate to say it though, guys, like, you might not be able to create the content you used to, yeah. because you've created this now community where everyone is fucking cracked at these games. Yes, you actually have to try it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just uh, wreck a bunch of 12-year-olds and then compile that into a compilation, yeah. post that on YouTube, where no nobody sees where actual good players killed you 10 times in every match or whatever well exactly yep 
and then people come to your stream and now you're mad because you're losing and it looks bad for you because you're supposed to be the the gamer that's winning you know and unless you're one of those people that's like it's another reason i love ludwig he's very realistic about how good he is at video games like he knows what he's way good at and he knows what he's not way good at mm -hmm. and you know like i love it in his streams and stuff people will just be like oh wait why why, why did you do that that was dumb and he'll be like yeah because i'm not good at the game yeah like, exactly fuck <laughs> what do you think i'm doing <laughs> like, it? i'm trying my best over here but like well and i think that's battle royales in general too is it's created that because like i i don't know any creators who are like big creators who are playing team deathmatch or yeah. domination anymore so like Back, it's too sweaty. Yeah, it, it, you know, back in the day, like you could go twenty-five and yeah. zero and get a nuke and lobbies because there's just shitty people. But now, I'm because it's still big, you should play matched against the people yeah. that you're played with. That's like how the card games work and stuff. Yeah, like you get you play. Like I love how Hearthstone. My friend was talking to me. I was like, yeah. He's like, you should just go play casual mode. And I'm like, no. He's like, why? I'm like, dude, because you have a invisible permanent MMR rating yeah. that it keeps track of. And when you queue casual, it uses that MMR rating to rank you. And like, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. Pretty good at fucking Hearthstone. <laughs> right. Good, yeah, no, good, I have a pretty good win rate. Yeah. So like, I get matched up against just like legend players <laughs> every time I queue in casual. So I do not queue in casual. But like, I'm all for that because, like, why can't the twelve-year-olds and people like me that aren't good at shooting games play together? Yeah. Like, we—that's who should be playing together. Like, I don't want to play with some guy that can snap to my head in point one seconds as soon as I turn the corner because I will openly admit I cannot do that, right. and that's not the kind of fun I'm trying to have. And from someone who likes competitive gaming. I find it even more fun to watch skill-based matchmaking yeah. because you're going against people well, your same level. And the most frustrating thing as well is that it, you should be less frustrated because you are going to get matched with teammates that are as good as you are. Like, that's one of the most frustrating things for people usually is that they get matched up with people and they do get matched with that 12-year-old. And that 12-year-old is just, you know throwing grenades at walls yeah. blowing himself up and you're screaming at him freaking out so yeah he's blind doesn't to get, have any thumbs and yeah he's going 0 and 14 you're, isn't it better to get matched with someone with the same mmr yeah. as you because if you're so good they're just as good as you bro yeah. like so you should be able to compete yeah there's no way that they got to whatever good rank you are by sadly just throwing grenades at i think they're gonna get rid of skill-based yeah. matchmaking because baby, a lot of people rage. yeah because a lot of people are like people want the free kills i'm so tired of going in lobbies and i'm not doing 25 and 0 getting my modern warfare 2 nuke you yeah. know because that's just not the reality of gaming anymore yeah there's not shitty people playing games anymore because everyone games everyone's put since black i i saw the turning point black ops 2 when everyone started playing call of duty and getting into shooters yeah ever since then everyone no one's stopped playing shooters yeah so everyone's fucking good now oh especially pc people yeah like, you're you're they're cracked your average player now would go and stomp modern warfare 2 black ops oh. halo 3 lobbies stomp them 
That's your average it's a, player. The snaps, dude. People are so fast. Their reaction times yeah. are out of this world. Bruh, more Modern Warfare 2 was great. It was my favorite Call uh, of Duty. I like Black Ops 2. Yeah, Black Ops 2. That was my favorite to play. Uh, they added a sick fucking mode to it. It was called, like, Supply Drop yeah, or something I like, like that. Yeah, Supply Drop. Where it would drop, like, insane perks that you would mm-hmm. normally only get for kill streaks, and your team would have to, like, capture Fight for it. It would be, like, King of the Hill for, like, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And once you, like, captured it, whoever was there holding the button down on it would get that fucking power right. up. Right. It was so fun to play. <laughs> Bieber says, hey, I'm that 12-year-old. Yeah, hey, okay. me too. Yeah, me too. So I, I mean, I ain't good at shooter games, dude. So I, I used to be way good at them. Same day on a controller. I played. I was on a Halo. I I was on a competitive Modern Warfare two team. Oh, sick. We were always like, man, we should all try out for Optic back when Optic was relevant. Could you three sixty no scope? Oh yeah, dude, with the knife too. <laughs> Come on, Pog. but but then like you know. Co- I played Modern Warfare 2, all my buddies switched to PlayStation, so I played Black Ops by myself. I was pretty good at Black Ops. Kind of started fading, because that's like, you know, high school, time to start working, yeah. time period. So I just didn't have as much time, and that's when I started seeing people, like, really pick up the rate. Here, you can have this one, because I don't think I'm going to get to it. <laughs> um, and I just... Oh, so what I was going to say is I picked up the most recent Call of Duty. No fucking way. Dude, it would take me 100 hours to even get a 1-0 kill death ratio. I watch people fucking play Warzone, and it's like fast-forward video game. Yeah. Same with Apex Legends, which is the same way. Which is why I like Valorant and uh, Counter-Strike, because there's a lot of uh, like rotation and angles and like you make footstep sounds when you run, so yeah. you, there's a lot of slow movement. Strategic. It's more about just like your quick snap aiming and tactics. I look know? at Counter Strike and Valorant as chess. Pass, it's, like, it's, it's like a, it's like a shooting. It's chess as game. complex as chess. Yeah, because you, it's all about movement strategy. Yeah, because at that point, like if you don't know how to shoot, you know, probably spend some time learning how to shoot. Usually when you're playing Valorant and Counter-Strike, everyone knows Dude. how to shoot yeah. pretty well. So it's just, how can we work as a team? Dude, I have such a good idea for a Counter-Strike game. So something like Valorant, but it's randomly generated maps. That'd be cool. So, because I think that's one of the hardest things to get into those games, is you have to know every single map, like the back of your hand. Like when somebody's like, they're headed down a main to ropes. You need to know exactly where that is. Yeah. Because that's the game. Like, you will win or lose whether you know where a main and the ropes are. And, like, you need to know all of those specific terms. Like, every map has a place called Heaven. Yeah. Whereas, like, the upper part or whatever, there's the fucking, like... When they're like at a little place, they'll be like, that's elbow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you have to know all of those terms. Otherwise, you really will just get the toxic side of the gaming community yeah. will come out and attack The league you. players. Like, you're, not, you're not supposed to be here playing if you don't know what we're calling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if you just had one where it was randomly generated maps, was that, that would be so sick. Was that the original idea of Siege? 
I haven't played a lot of Siege, but didn't they originally Rainbow want... Six? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I that might have been it. I I Rainbow Six is another game with an insane skill cap. Yeah. Like, I don't think the balance is very good no. in Rainbow Six. I think they kind of the operators have too wide of a like. Why I like Valorant is that the the skills that every all the heroes have are all just kind of variations of the same skills. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, this is this Phoenix got this flashbang grenade, Breach got this flashbang grenade, but they're they're just doing the same thing in a different slightly way. different. Yeah. yeah, there is utility pretty much. And then there's the ones that are like, you know, the knife chick that does the crazy ult and stuff. But like besides the ultimates, nothing really like is broken broken you know like the, the the hero's powers and stuff don't affect the game nearly as much as how good are you at aiming a gun at someone and right. pulling the trigger on their head before they do it to you right you know? and like i think that it's gonna continue to grow i i think you're 100 percent right and i think siege could be a huge huge competitive scene i mean i know it's super popular siege people are siege people yeah they, will, they that's all they, they die do. by that game they, they live and die by but it. like you said the the skill gap for that game is really high and oh, it's not you have to know the maps and it's like you said i think that if they could figure a way to balance out their characters yeah. or even if they just made like a, a lobby or like a version of the game that's like ranked or whatever and it's default operator that can make that game awesome, yeah. but that takes away from what Siege is. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, uh, yeah, or like have it so like everybody starts out as like a just a blank slate operator, and then there's like a skill pool of all mm. of the different equipment and shit that you could have, and let each team ban like two right. different things, and then everybody just like picks the equipment that they want, you know. And, and I, like, I would build a team that way. I would like that, or I wouldn't even hate like Counter Strike's thing. Like, okay, well, like if I pick, I think one of the guys' name is, ah, I don't remember. Yeah. If I pick someone and it's like, okay, these are his things, but you have to earn money every round, kind of like Counter Strike, to be able to get like it. a certain the economy thing. part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that then instead of just loading into each map and having everything at the ready, you have to be strategic about saving for your gun, saving for your equipment. Maybe this round we have a jammer. Maybe the next round we don't have a jammer. Yeah. I think that could be cool, but the way the game stands for me, it's... Yeah, you get every, you get all of your utility every round, no yeah, matter what. It's tough. So, yeah, it's like... I do like some of the ideas in it, though, like being able to put those metal barriers mm -hmm. up and block off doors and walls and try to funnel and stuff and like i mean they've definitely like it's pretty mind-blowing like how good the sound is in that game like you'll hear somebody walking above you and you can just shoot through the ceiling yeah. and kill them you know and i like that they do have operators that have come out that are like one of the operators is a oh gosh i wish i remember the names she's a woman operator and her whole thing is she flies solo like you go, she's like super stealthy, and she has a pistol, and you go and try and just assassinate people who are out of position. That's so sick. And I'm like, that's dope as shit. Like, because for some people, maybe they're just better at, you know, hey, I'm gonna go do my own thing. You guys do the yeah. team thing. Because, dude, you know what I think was the first taste of Counter Strike that people got for that type of gameplay that 
it's no wonder that that's kind of what's become what blew up vrs in halo yeah uh, the the no shield vrs one headshot kills SWAT. two yeah swat 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 yeah uh that that was all about aim mm-hmm. it was all about angles it was all it was, it was, ba- it was basically counter-strike on consoles before yeah. counter-strike came out swat was my favorite one because oh, it oh, took sure it took what was awesome about halo and made it into yeah. a strategy where because like i mean halo has strategy when you're playing like team deathmatch but the problem is is like okay if i have the br and i get two taps and the dude has a rocket launcher I'm gonna lose. Yeah, but if we're all playing on the same ground, who's gonna outsmart who? Yeah, dude. I thought another good idea too for a game would be you have a big map, dude. It'll be like two city blocks of like buildings or different stuff or military base or whatever your map would be. Maybe like a moon base or something because you could do cool shit. Yeah, but like each team has like a pool of like fifty lives each. And, like, when anybody dies, they just take one life from that pool and respawn. After, like, you know, a timer, maybe, like, a League of Legends type of timer. Okay. And there's, like, a terrorist and counter-terrorist, just like in Counter-Strike, but there's multiple different objectives all over the map, and there would be different ways for the counter-terrorist to, like, kind of, like, ping and see what area they're in or what, but, like... It would be like this competition to like stop them from completing all of these objectives in these areas and then like it would end up with this choke point at the end where there's only one objective left. Right. You know they're there. They know that they gotta go there and like you just keep you Get know, then that pool of lives matters. Because it's like right. how many lives did you have by the time you got there? Because yeah, you're gonna finish everything because the map's big, you're gonna get the kills you need, whatever, to finish all of those objectives, but it's gonna at the end lead to like a final death match at this final objective, and like you will get that sick That's cool rotating counter strike gameplay, but you would get this really badass fucking like operation type fill happening before it. Well, too, that would be fun to play and watch because, like, okay, let's say you play super conservative as the counter-terrorist and you have a high pool of lives remaining. Yeah. But you let the terrorist push all the way, so now you have to really yeah, hope then, that you're conservative and, play. Yeah, and they'll have, like, a lot of time to do it. Yeah. You know, because there'll be, a, like, a time limit or whatever, so you'd have to be just, you can just camp or right. whatever, you know. But, like, yeah, then it would, it would yeah, like, you know, we let them take this objective because, you know, we were in, like, a really bad position. They got there before us or whatever. Right. And then, like, you could have, like, all sorts of different things to interact with on the map, you know? Like, you could put, like, bombs under cars or something and, like... You know what game I wish would have gotten a little bit more flushed out and had, like, a multiplayer? Mm-hmm. That I mean, it, there's ways you, it could have happened, but it didn't. Payday. Oh, dude, I've always kind of wondered about that game. Like, did you ever play it at all? No, like, what even is it? What is it? Is it third person? No, it's uh, first person. Okay. Uh, is it third? I don't know. But the whole objective is, like, you're a crew, and you go in and you rob places. Yeah. I always thought that they could put, like, a crazy multiplayer twist into that world where, 
okay, let's say it's five a single player game. No, it's oh. like team. Like if we play together, we work as a team, oh. but it's against NPCs. AI. Oh, okay. I always thought it would have been cool if they would have thrown an aspect like, okay, you go in there, you set up to do your robbery, right? Because you would do like drills that take a certain amount of time to get into like saves. Yeah. But then like, the cops or whoever they called in that game show up and it's another team of five. So kind of like the siege mentality, but there's a clear, you know, instead of just go in and, like, save a hostage, it's, like, this whole entire randomly generated, kind of like we were talking, but it's, like, a cop robber type thing. Yeah. I thought that would have been cool, but they never did anything aside from, hey, let's just send oh, a bunch dude, of AI. And you could have it so, like, if civilians got killed in the crossfire or something, like, the more, so if, like, you were the bank robbers and you started, like, shooting yeah. hostages it would like increase the urgency yeah and like eventually they would get like swap gear and shit to come in and try to stop you with yeah and like the more crazy you get is like the robbers the more like reward you would get at the end like yeah. experience or money or whatever yeah. whatever currency is going on i will say that sort of game we need to be the brains behind it. We need to hire some dudes who got that yeah, fucking we'll, code. We're just game designers. We're not programming. I will say, though, I think that we're with Valorant, and then I, w- I didn't play that third-person game that came out that was a shooter, but that one looked pretty good. Um, that was pretty big, sorry. It was like, what company made it? Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I will... Uh, was yeah. it the really futuristic one? Mm-hmm. No, that was first person. Mm. New third person shooters. I think you might still be in a beta. Um, hold. Because <laughs> the only big game that I know that's third person that's come out recently is that Valheim game everybody's been playing. I played it. Is it cool? It, yeah, it's really cool. It's like cool. Minecraft, World of Warcraft, right? Or something like that? Yeah, I, I don't know what game this is. I'll just skip over it. Yeah, it's no like, yeah, it's like combining Minecraft with like Vikings with exploring dungeons a little bit. See, I think it's really cool what people will build in games like that, but I, I usually tend to find that building a base... It's just tedious and boring. Yeah, I'm not a base builder. I always just build the generic four structures. Yeah, and four a big cube. Yeah. If I need more, I just build, build a second up. Yep. Another cube. That that's mine too. I I think Valheim has a lot of potential, and it's generally accepted. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's. I thought it was not like full release. Right? No, it just depends on where they go with it. Because right now, with it being in the early access. There's four, yeah, four or five bosses, and like if you want to get to the last boss and actually be able to kill them, you're in at least a hundred or two hundred hours. So that's like a monster hunter. Game. Yeah, and it's very grindy. That's why I haven't committed. Is because like the only way I'm going to commit is if I have people to play with. Because I just don't yeah. think it's to me. It doesn't seem like a fun game to like grind just by myself. Oh yeah, no, it's a community, it's a yeah. social game. Yeah, like have fun, like go out and fucking, because like it, the more people who join, the harder shit gets. Yeah, yeah, which is good. 
Let's get into our Burning Crusade. Dude, topic. yeah, I was about to do the same thing. So did you play Burning Crusade? Yes. Okay, so I did too. That was where I started playing WoW. I didn't play Classic. I mm -hmm. started playing during Burning Crusade. So it's... I was pretty deep into BC. So I got everything done except the last... Sunwell? Yeah. I, I went five of... Is there 11 in there? I can't remember. Uh, I don't even think there's that. Dude. I think there's like. Uh, I was five of whatever it was. Um, it might have even been six. It's a small. It's a smaller rate. Yeah, six. Yeah. Okay. So, dude, that last that yeah that, that never boss, got him. He was like harder than the last boss. Yeah. He had the hardest DPS check they've ever put in World of Warcraft. Yeah. Because you would fight him like normal. And then once he, I think he had two health bars, or like once he got to like 30%, he would like break. He was like that purple weird yeah. shape thing. And then he would like break and turn into like a giant void walker or yeah, I never thing. Even got to that thing. Yeah. When he did that, you had like, you know, a minute or something to kill him. And it was like insane. Did you DPS. get done with Sunwell? No, 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 no. I just. Knew people who raided it and done my research into it, but yeah, that was like the hardest DPS check they had ever done in World of Warcraft. And then right before Wrath of the Lich King came out, they nerfed it, hmm. so a bunch of people. So we were talking a little bit before this, and we didn't want to get too deep into it without being live, but we're both kind of on the same fillings of bc right now because you weren't about classic right no yeah no. and I, i'll be honest with you guys so my my objective in classic was to go and get to aq and kill the twins that was my whole reason i wanted to play classic and, you and did i did that. it i did it that, and then nax came out and like my guild fell apart and we i just was like i don't want to continue i'm playing the most yeah. played class i'm not really yeah i don't want to dedicate hundreds of hours to farming they didn't do and, max right either the fact that you still need like world buffs and stuff to really clear bosses yeah well that's what's killing classic that's why people have fallen off of classic was that the world buff is so toxic so the server i played on i'll give you this insight on, i don't remember what it's called sorry if anyone's watching from the server post it but um you it got to a point so i quit after we cleared aq next was like two weeks out i'm like i'm done yeah and uh one of my good buddies still plays and he is in one of the top fields on the server they clear next in like an hour and 40 or something like that they're also known to be the most toxic because what they do is they'll in mind control the guy in orgrimmar so people can't reset and then they'll just camp it so now it's not even Horde and Alliance, it's Horde griefing Horde for best times. Yeah, for the world buff. And trolling. Yeah. And like, I just, and like doing shit with like Songflower and stuff, and I'm like, it's just, not, that's not, I don't know. Yeah. The trolling I'm sure is fun for those guys, but I don't want to re, I don't want to rely. Imagine being on the other end of it. Yeah, I don't want to, play. I don't want to rely on. Me not getting world buffs and me not being able to go fucking raid Nax this week. Yeah, it's they they should have changed that. They should have balanced Nax. Like, I I asked my friend about it because he plays classic full time, and I'm like, dude, how's Nax been? He's like, oh, I haven't been 
play. I'm like, oh, like I thought this was going to be everybody's chance to raid Max. And he's like, no, they didn't change anything. You still need to go get like a bunch of world buffs before you raid. And they're like impossible to get if you're not in one of these guilds. So, great. What I thought they should have hotfixed is just when you zone into Max, you should just get all the world buffs. I was like, because no one is enjoying that grind. But the problem was, like you said, people needed the slap in the face. Yeah. People needed to realize or, that we didn't want... Like, Classic... I enjoyed Classic for the most part. Yeah. But I quickly realized... Dude, I have a fix for it. Okay. World buff, world buff fix. When you kill the world boss, one person in your party that kills it has to be, like, a party. Or, no, how about this? It drops some dust or something when you kill it and that dust can be used by a profession to make like a cauldron type thing Mm -hmm. that will give that world buff to everybody in the raid party for like five charges kind of like a feast right like the feast they do yeah exactly but it has like five charges so like you would just go get all the world buffs once and then you would be set for like the next month and a half or whatever. Yeah. And then like you could go and get another one whenever you could squeeze them in. It wouldn't be like, oh, we don't get to play this week right. because you did. We're locked out of world ups. Yeah. Now, let's talk about BC because I, I was deep into BC. Like I said, I killed Illidan. I played a warrior. I had the offhand. I never got the main hand. Nice. Our guild saw three offhands, not one main hand. That is sad. Yeah. That's the, and the only reason why I got one is because both of our rogues got the offhands. I was a yeah, kind of a they floating role. <laughs> they should have maybe like done a quest line later in BC that let you turn a offhand into a main yeah. hand or something. But I see a lot of things that are going to be... Like, I'm definitely playing... I've already committed. Mm-hmm. I'm. Oh, I already, you already have the character. Well, I'm. Re- I'm gonna do a different character. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a boost if I play. Yeah, I'm going to as well. I I want to play a rest of druid. <laughs> I'm gonna do a rest of druid because when I played back in the day, I played warrior, and I loved like twos were what I played a lot of with arena. Warrior rest of druid was the broken meta. I want to be a rest of druid because it looked way more. Fun. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna. If I play, I'll play a rogue again. Yeah, rogue, rogue or resto shaman because yeah. chain hill is pretty broken in BC. Rogues are broken in BC. Yeah, that's why I want to play. Yeah, one. rogue would be fun. And they're doing a late, a late patch to start with as far as balance goes. When I read last, commit or eat shit. <laughs> Me? No, I don't know. You just say commit or eat shit. I I think that BC. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I'm not looking forward to. Because I will never switch to a PvE server. I don't play PvE. I think that a lot of the fun I have is PvP. Yeah. Just because it, it has that aspect. You go out it's, in the world and you know what? You might get fucked gotta up. It's got to be a balanced server, though. Yeah. It's not fun when, when it's everywhere you go is evil. Yeah. There's no allies everywhere, anywhere. That's, that's what happened really to our feeling. server. That's what happens to our server. So what happened to our server is we were the destination 
of all the alliance that were on Fairlini and the other two or three big streamer ones yeah. who were getting eight-hour queue times. We were the home for all of them. So there was a big migration. It, our server used to be, I think, 60-40 forward when the migration happened right during BWL. It was yeah. like 78 alliance. So like we didn't we didn't raid for weeks. That's rough. Tuesday night was like. Imagine the number of trolls there would have been just oh murder troll raids. There was raids like their whole thing was we got shit on on our servers by horde, so we're gonna make it so you guys don't get to play. I I have vods up of us like that first week when the big migration happened. It took us three hours to get into BWL. We called the raid because, like, fun. there was – they literally, like, you you know, Blackrock Mountain, you got to go up the chain to get to BWL. <laughs> and uh, there was alliance from the doors, like, hundreds, Just all the way the through. Way there. All the way through. Yeah. So it was death runs if we wanted to get there. war mode sick. Yeah, so just put war mode. Because, like, then when you want to play and you want to raid, just like, hey, everybody, go turn war mode off, and we're going to go raid. And then as soon as you're – done go switch it back on go yep. have your fun but like that is toxic as fuck holy he, shit here's what i see the problem being with bc though in my eyes okay that first initial night's gonna be awful we all know that oh yeah the hellfire peninsula like that little gorge that's gonna be awful i won't start playing for a couple of weeks for sure oh god i know i i think i might just jump right in yeah i like i, I don't know i hate well, myself you can, so you can stream it yeah <laughs> yeah too, i hate so. myself so i'm just gonna go <laughs> yeah. yeah no but uh i think long term dailies are gonna be toxic i hate dailies too uh, isle of quelthalar yeah it's gonna be toxic but the problem is is i know that the first the blades edge mountain one and the sethic whatever dailies give yep. you good rewards for raiding yeah but I just know they're going to be camped, and Throne of Elements is going to be a big problem. They they should probably try to implement zoning. Yeah. And like have war groups again, and like, you know, limit the number of people that can be zoned into an area no. at a time. Is it called layering? Are they going to bring back layering? Zoning. Oh, is it zoning? zoning? Yeah, you do like so like when you enter in like an area. You would enter into like a instance of that yeah, area okay, yeah, 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 yeah. with like other people that are also in that area, but then like the other people there would be in an, a different instance. A, yeah, and if they're on the same server as you, you would see them. Right. They would be in the same war group as you, so you would see them too. <gasps> so but, I just I don't know what what are your concerns with BC? So one. Uh, getting the attunements for all the dungeons is pretty fucking annoy annoying. Yeah. Like you in order to do the heroics you have to like do a bunch of grinding in the normal versions of them. And get all the keys. It's just not yeah, it's not fun. And um I don't know, man. I think with the age of gaming we have now, yeah. I think the content's gonna be too easy. Yeah, I think because they did the Burning Crusade, um, the Bl Black Temple throwback raid, yeah. where you could unlock the transmog for demon hunters. Right. And they, I don't think they balanced it any different. I think they just you know, squished your stats down when you went in. And yeah, as long as you're with a group of people that knew how to 
follow basic instructions and not just tank and spank stuff because some yeah. of those fights do require mechanics, yeah. you know. But yeah, it was it was very easy. The design is insane. Like I would, uh, Black Temple is one of the coolest raids yeah, Black Temple's ever dope. made. But yeah, I think I don't know, man. Like I, I I think a lot of Burning Crusade was really grindy and. I think it's I'm, got its good parts, though, dude. I don't know. I see it. I see it both ways. There's parts of me that are excited that they're. Doing I'm excited it. for it for sure. What yeah. I'm worried about, though, at least for me specifically, because I I did all the grinds. Like that was when BC came out. That was right when I was at the age and like the mental capacity to really start understanding WoW. Yeah. Like, I played WoW Classic. I mean, I played vanilla, but like I was a fucking, I was like, ten or eleven. I got carried hard. Netherwing dailies. Oh, yeah. Oh, to get your fucking... Oh, I forgot about that. The AIDS. I'm gonna fucking throw up even thinking about doing Netherwing dailies. That's how you got the three the 310, right? Yeah, and that's how you got those cool dragons. The onyx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh. you had to... The, the eggs were part of it, and then doing the time trial for like... Dude, there's a quest where you go out onto like a dock. And these dragons fly in from far away. Yeah. And if you're melee DPS, it's so hard to do when I did it. Hi again. Hey! But, yeah, it's like, that's gonna be brutal. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. I forgot about those. The world bosses are also going to be really brutal one of the best melee weapons you can get at the beginning of burning crusade drops off of the hellfire peninsula yep. world boss that really kingslayer the one-hander that drops from him mm -hmm. is that the Felgrager? it's not called kingslayer it's called, it's called something else no it's the the demon guy oh yeah, 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 the yeah, fell, yeah, yeah. The, wait no i'm thinking where is the giant fell reaper giant fell reaper in the peninsula it's not a world boss no, oh, it's just a giant elite mob, boss mob that walks around and kills people. The only two world bosses in that area is one in front of Black Temple, the giant Down Shadowlands, yeah. Or Shadow Valley. Yeah, Shadow Moon Valley. Shadow Moon Valley, yeah. And then the guy in Hellfire. Oh, yeah, 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 like up top, like above. It looks like Archimon, kind of. Kind of above Thralmar, right? Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a big giant throne, and I just like I, I think my biggest fear, because like it's really gonna depend too when everything comes out, because if all we're getting on initial is Kara and like Gruul and maybe Mag, uh, you'll get Karazhan too. Yeah, 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 Karazhan, Kara, Mag. Oh, you said yeah. Kara. Um, that shit's gonna be cleared quick. Kara is not difficult. I think Black Temple will be out. I hope. But there's so many. There, what about Serpent Shrine and Mount Hyjal and the Eye? Those were all after, weren't they? No, those were before Black Temple. It was Black Temple, then Sunwell. Because Illidan was like the final guy, but then people didn't want. Wrath wasn't the, ready. I thought, yeah, okay, my brain's just broken then. Well, then, no, they'll, they'll probably go live with Mount Hyjal and. Um, 
Karazhan then. Because that would be the 10 man and a 25 man. Yeah, because I mean, Gruul and Mag are cool, but those are just like, hey, let's go get our loot for the there's, week. Yeah, there's no way they'll do that, man. I think that they'll have to do a full raid. Yeah. And the 10 man one doesn't count. No, because you, you could. I anticipate being able to walk into Kara and get. Mount Hyzel for sure. And, and at least get half the raid done on that first, like, couple weeks of everyone hitting yeah. the set. And. Mount Hyjal is all based off of stuff in the Caverns of Time yeah. instance already. So Which is dope. I like yeah. that area. I, I think you're right. Yeah, that's what'll come out. So I think what's going to happen with Kara is I think, you know, unless you're like super sweaty, I imagine that people are going to get to that, the time boss, the one that's where all the mana worms are. Yeah. Then that's where everyone's going to stop for a couple weeks until they can get the gear and then roll past him into the last guy. Because everything after him isn't too, besides the one dragon, one dragon dude that's optional. The splits, yeah, the split staircase dragon optional boss. He was dumb. He was too tough to be there. He was optional. Yeah, but I think that's kind of my projection. I don't like the is, chess fight. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of dumb. I like I like that's one of my favorite artworks in Swords though, because I'm like I like really weird weapons. Yeah, I think that was called King's Defender. That's. Yeah, that's the same model as the one in right. Hellfire Peninsula. It's yeah. just like a recolor. Yeah, but yeah, that's I always King that Slayer. Was... That's what I was saying when I was saying gotcha. King's Defender. Yeah, that's the same. Story. I always thought that one looked dope because it was like so red, cool. and, like, and it's like connected to gravity. Yeah, and, yeah, it's really cool. But, but I still don't know. Like, I remember Serpent Shrine being kind of tough, and I remember Mount Hyjal being pretty tough. Mount so Serpent Shrine wasn't very hard until like the last yeah two bosses. The lur- the lurker below was kind of hard but again, right. optional. But like I don't really remember. I remember that elemental guy, mm-hmm. the water elemental guy near the end of Ser- Serpent Shrine Cavern being pretty hard. Yep. And then the the last boss was was, was brutal. They nerfed her a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> And like then, it was insane. And then the eye is going to be tough because what's his butt? Is that Kelp? Is Kelp boss. Yeah. He's fucking, he was broken for a long time. Yeah, so cool. Such a cool boss fight, dude. One of the coolest boss fights Picking I've ever Picking up the done. weapon Yeah, you get the legendary weapons. <gasps> so sick. And it auto-equips them and shit. It's, it's such a cool fight. Black Temple will be relatively tough depending on what your gear looks like. I think I think it will be the push, kind of like how AQ for classic, like a lot of people struggled with the twins into um, yeah. Cthulhu. I think people so in Black Temple are going to struggle with the, the big red guy, the big red guy that gets enraged. Oh, I didn't the blood boil. Yeah, probably whatever. him. I was thinking about the council. That one was oh, really that will stop people near the end. Yeah, the last two bosses of that place, and also Mother. Shiraz yeah. or whatever. She's like you have to have very geared tanks for mm-hmm. that boss fight. She Maybe. does like big, huge, fucking cooldowns on her. That so I think all of that as a whole is what I'm worried about. Is if unless we don't get nerf shit, I feel like people are gonna walk through Mount Hydro because that place wasn't difficult. No, it's sick though. Yeah, super <laughs> cool. And then I think people will do. I think people will clear Serpent Shrine pretty quickly. I think the eye will get cleared, and then we're going to have to wait probably for Black Temple, because that's how it happened back in the day, right, is Black Temple came out as, like, its own patch, and then, like, three or four months later, we got Sunwell. 
No, you have a whole other raid you haven't even thought about. Which one? Oh, you may want to think about it. You'll remember. It has a mount in it that they took out of the game that everybody fucking flexes. They remade it. And then they put a different version of that same mount mountain that you can get. Oh, fuck. What and am I missing? purple and ugly. Purple and ugly? Yeah. Yeah, the one was like red and yellow. Okay, let me go through. Okay, let me go through my brain of locations. You will remember this, dude. Okay, the eye was up in the top. Yep. Blade's Edge had Gruel. Yep. The Underbog had Serpent Shrine. The Grand didn't have a raid. Right. What am I missing? Dude, you can't do this to me. You can't do. It was timed. It was timed. There was there was a certain boss you couldn't fight if you didn't get there before an hour. Oh my god. I'm gonna tell you, and you're gonna be like motherfucker. I'm gonna tell you. Five seconds. I'll give you five more seconds to think. Give me ten. Okay. Was there not a lot not a lot of loot in there? No, there's some of the coolest loot they didn't even see in there, I think. Dude, there was a sword in there that was like treasured by everybody. It was one of the coolest swords ever they've ever made. Okay. It's called like I I think if I say the name of it, I'll Give it away. It's called like Jurok or something. Is the name of the sword? It's, it's like a claw. I thought Mount Hydra was a timed one. Is it? That one's also timed. Those are two timed raids. Okay, it's what is it? It's all on it. The troll dungeon. It's a troll raid. The Amani War Bear. Yep. How could I forget about the fucking Amani War Bear? I gave you all the hints I could. Oh my god, I... Dude, where's my phone? I want to look up the sword. Dude, I'm fucking smooth brain. Straight smooth. Yeah, Zulamon was... Okay, so how did... When did... Because did they remake Zul'Gurab too? In BC? No, just Zul'Amon was a new... Right. Right. Same area where like the Blood Elves are, right? Like the further down, like the second... Starting zone or whatever for Blood Elves. The ghost lands. Yeah. The ghost lands. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot it. I never got Monty Warbear, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they remade Zolomon as a five man. Is it Zolomon? It's a heroic only uh, dungeon. Right. And it's timed like the first one. And then they added That raid was actually kind of tough when it came it. out. Oh, yeah. It was a cool ass raid with yeah. all the armor, too. And the. Oh yeah, that that's right because that had the dope ass. Oh my god, hold on, hold on, Google, where are you at? If you're about to look up the two-handed sword that I'm looking up right now, no. I'm gonna be okay because I've been. It's been so hard for me to type this on with one hand. The helm. Uh, it li literally came up immediately. All I had to type in was two-handed. Dude, this. Yeah. With the mongoose enchantment on it. Probably one of the yeah. best swords ever programmed Dude, in the So game. my my friend, I did a Zolomon raid. We cleared it. 
my friend's a paladin. That sword drops. He whispers me, and he goes, Curtis, if you ever want to be my friend again, you're going to give me the sword right now. No questions asked. And I just looted it to him, logged off the game, and was like, you owe me 25 bucks to change my character's name right now. Because I was... I wasn't even in the guild at the time. Yeah. And I just ninja'd it, dude. I did it as the last piece of loot and oh just gave God. it to my friend and fucking heartstoned out. Maybe it wasn't from there. It The helmet I'm thinking of has that, like, red and gold color, and it's that super, like, tribal one. And it has, like, the three, like... Is it plate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. has, like, the three, like, weird top parts. I love the art style of that because it looked it just didn't look like anything that's been in the game before. Yeah, yeah all the troll armor is yeah. like bizarre as fuck. What were all the bosses in that one? Because yeah, the time thing was to save the to prisoners, right? This one. Yeah, that that's the one. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> one's like one of my. It doesn't fit with anything. Amani Mask of Death. Yeah, you need you need a whole. This was the set. Yeah, super sick. Yeah, super sick. What were all the bosses in there? So it was, because the time was there was like a bird guy. Yeah, the bird. The, yeah, and you had he had like thunderstorms. Yeah, and there was a bear guy. Yeah, and, and that bear there, one was tough. Dude, I'm having a hard time even remember that. There right. was because you went in, wrapped around the boulders to the eagle guy, back to the bear guy, back around the corner to like the spirit dude. There was there a tiger guy in there too. Everything starts merging together. We're talking about content that hasn't been There's relevant. There's a bear avatar, a lynx avatar, a dragon hawk avatar, and an eagle avatar, and then there's the guy at the end. Right. The shadow guy. And it was timed. If you could beat it in the time, that's how you got the Imani Ward. That's how you got the extra loot. That yes. Yeah. Uh, like a whole was, sep- separate loot table. Because isn't the items from? Isn't the lore or something like that? Like he's he's gonna execute. Yeah, he's somebody. executing people. Yeah, he's gonna execute somebody. What you doing? We're talking about some uh, World of Warcraft. The old, the OG. I don't know, man. The more we talk about it, the more kind of hyped I get. Uh, yeah, it's just the time sink, man, is what yeah. steers me away from it. Because, like... Professions were annoying in that one, too. You, yeah, you have to... It takes a lot of time to do anything in Brain Crusade. So, like, even the raids are long. Yeah, so, I mean, Car is a fucking... It's 14? Yeah, 14 bars. There's so much trash, too. Like the whole ballroom area. <laughs> Iron Chef. He plays uh, Age of Empires. Dude. Age of Empires 2. And he's pretty damn good. Uh, Crusader Kings. It's better. What's Crusader Kings? I don't know what that is. It's a game kind of like Age of Empires. I feel like, that, I feel like that's a... What do they call Fighting words. <laughs> yeah, no, they're both good games. I just like Crusader Kings because you can do really fucked up shit in that game, like uh, inbreed your royal family and <laughs> shit like that. Did you see the Hidden Cup Age of Empires 2 tournament? Uh-uh. Dude, it blows me away. We're in 2021. It just finished last week. Prize pool, 70 grand. Age of Empires 2. That's wild. Yeah. It's big it, again. It's huge. That's like more money yeah, than like 95% of all, all melee tournaments yeah. ever. He, The guy who streams it, T90 Official, shout out my guy, he peaked at 60,000 viewers. Age of Empires 2. That's sick. Yeah. 
he streamed that and got 60k? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Hey, let me try to get my best one. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was cool. I, I've always played... Dude, that's pog as fuck, bro. I grew up playing H2, and um, the dude who ran that channel, last year they were pretty successful. I think the prize pool was like 15. And this year, just the... Because Microsoft just released new content for Age of Empires 2, like two months ago. They created two new races. Wait, like the game from 15 years ago or whatever? The definitive edition. That's yeah. Just, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, Microsoft still... Yeah, Microsoft sponsored it. Like, Age of Empire 2 might be, like, really making a comeback. Dude, imagine the company making the games you like to play actually sponsoring the tournaments for it. Damn. What happened with Blizzard just canning a bunch of their pro scene? Activision. Excuse me, yeah. Activision. Money, 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 money. They're not Blizzard. They're Activision Blizzard now. But and why wouldn't they want to be in the esports scene? Because it wasn't making money. Dude, they put so much money into that Overwatch League, dude. Yeah. The return they got on that was not. Well, because they they waited too long. I don't even think it was that, man. I think it was Overwatch. Overwatch is a hard game to Overwatch. It is a hard game to watch. Dude, how the fuck are you supposed to see what's going on when everybody's doing this? Yeah. Like, no. No matter what viewpoint you go to, they are fucking doing this. And it's not like Fortnite where they can do this and you can beat see back and seeing them. It's first person. It's a first person and they'll be like, Oh, we're doing this Genji flying around and it's just like he just got three kills. It's like all he did? All I saw was fucking motion blur, dude. I okay, I I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Because the times that I tried to watch Overwatch competitive I loved the layout and structure of it. Yeah, it was clean. I, I love organized well. I well love the idea of cities having teams. Like get yeah. behind your city's team. Yeah. But watching people play Overwatch, the only time it was even like okay to observe yeah. was when they were in like panned out cameras. Yeah, but that only gave you like a little bit of what's really going and then on. Then you go back to the first person view and yeah. you'd be like, please, yeah. If I have to watch this Hanzo fucking. <laughs> yeah. Peak this corner one more time, going ninety miles an hour. I'm gonna lose my fucking. Or you're mind. watching some guy play tracer, and you're literally just getting Dude, fucking headaches. Yeah, there's only been like two tra- pro tracer players ever. Such a cool character concept, but yeah. so hard to play. And they just broke every other character. So I got two things that we definitely need to talk about since yeah. we're both Blizzard fanboys. Yeah, Diablo two. Okay, and then. Diablo 4. Okay. Rogues, bro. Let's start with Diablo 2, because I didn't realize that we're not getting Diablo 2. We're getting the expansion pack. They changed it. Oh. So, originally, it was, it was, it was all of Diablo 2 and chapters, like, like a piece of the DLC. And then there was outrage about it. Thanks for dropping by, my guy. I'll talk to you later. I want to play dude, some games soon. What does he play 1v1s in? Age of Empires. Oh, dude. Fuck yeah, man. Does he stream? Yes. Dude, uh, send me a link to his shit. I'd love to watch some 
Age of Empires. It's been a long Not time. only has he been streaming, but he's been killing it lately. Dude, what's... Is that... Oh, Iron Chef with a one. Yep. His name's right there, dude. <laughs> I, uh... I'm gonna follow him right now. Because I thought that we were just getting the Lords of Chaos expansion. I didn't. I thought we weren't getting any of the original game. No, you are. You are. You are. Oh... Okay, well that changes. We don't even need to talk about it. We can just sit here and be like, we're excited. <laughs> Cause I, I love Diablo 2. I put in... I mean, I never got on to like multiplayer he level. He just got my Twitch Prime. Oh, nice. He definitely deserves it. Iron yeah, Chest the man. For sure. I'll check out his content later. I don't have to watch ads. <laughs> um, I love Diablo 2, like everyone who played. And I think that... It coming back are they gonna hd skin it or what are they doing as far as there are two two options you can play with the hd remaster or you can change it back to the original graphics i like that um they're also going to i can't remember i was reading about it oh yeah being able to let you port your characters from the old one over pretty sick Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, if you have a character from... I do. I still yeah. have my... You can it's move. attached to my fucking Battle.net account. Yeah, you can move it into Diablo 2 remastered. Oh my god. That's pretty I'm gonna sick, go huh? shit on people. Yeah. Are they going to do the multiplayer and actually make it work? Do you know? I don't know. Because I know that it worked... I I didn't... I was too young to understand how to make that work. Yeah. But when I try to revisit it, they were... People were still grinding Diablo 2. Yeah. And there was multiplayer options, but it was kind of set up weird. And I never got to see really how how it worked. So, okay, what well, Diablo 4. Yeah. Where do you sit on what's been released? Dude, we're sick as fuck. It does. I think they, they absolutely have to knock it out of the park with Diablo 4. Otherwise... And I think it might be too late for a lot of them. People are just going to keep playing Path of Exile. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And, like, I don't like Path. Welcome, my homie. Primers, dude. Twitch Prime for life. For life. I always save that primer for a, sm a smaller streamer. Because, yeah. like, fuck. It I love you, so Ludwig, but you don't need my fucking <laughs> Twitch Prime, bro. Dude, this is a promise, Iron Chef. You have it next month, too, dude. Boop, 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 boop. Iron Chef is also a dope show. Yeah. People are so good at cooking. Oh, crazy. dude, cooking is crazy. Crazy. But, dude, uh, how shitty was the BlizzCon presentation, though, man? Just no... Like, I get that it was during COVID, so they... How was your it, biggest but... announcement that we can play the games you made in the 90s? Yeah. Like... And now, with a new feature, you can save and load your game. I, like, I'm i just blown away that we didn't get a lot with Overwatch 2. Dude, it looks sick. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm hyped that they embrace the fact that it should be a PvE game. Well, I Like, the PvE looks so cool. And the PvE that's been in Overwatch... Is fun as like a one shot. You do the little mission where just waves of enemies run at you and just let you obliterate them or whatever. Yeah. But that whole idea of like embracing that team aspect of the Overwatch team and fighting like these big villainous corporations and shit. Cool. Well, and I don't care what anyone says. You 
people can argue with me or not, Blizzard's creative team when it comes to lore is one of the best. Yeah, there there are story themes. Wow, World of Warcraft story, even where we're at now, if you take it if you take it from a different lens, don't look at the video game. Look at the stories that they've created over the past twenty years. It's great fantasy. I'll give you this. I'll give you that, man. But I I have to say an exception. They did my girl Sylvanas so yeah. dirty, bro. They did my girl Sylvanas so dirty. I'm glad I really didn't like, pull the trigger on my Sylvanas sleeve. Dude, exactly. That's my. There's so many people with big Sylvanas tattoos, man. And like, I saw somebody that got one, and they got X's tattooed through her eyes. Like, have they committed though? Is she going to rebound and be like a bigger picture? So what? What has come out of it now is that. Yes, what she was doing was for an overall good purpose, but she didn't care or take anybody's life into account when she did it. So she didn't care how many people died or whatever what? because she thinks... My friend explained this to me the other day. Sorry, I'm on bus. Let me remember. No, you're good. She joined the jailer because... She wants an army that's strong enough to fight the void or something from the void or something like that. Okay. And like that's the real thing. Yeah, was that like that was like her I dude, I have to get recouped on it. But like yes, they are trying to spin it. That like yeah, it's Sylvanas. She's edgy and ruthless but like at the core of her belief she is trying to do what's best for the long-term future of azeroth you know and it's like yeah you did your best but her burning down that tree is just like it it doesn't make any sense like i don't think sylvanas would have done that dude like i just don't like I think she would have killed some people and like sure you know gone to war with the fucking alliance dude like She's pissed. I fucking get it, you yeah. know? Like, the the attack on the undead when they got to meet up with their families and stuff. Like, I get that. That makes sense. But her burning down a city with, like, kids in it Didn't and shit sense. does not make any that's sense. Never been her that's character. not Sylvanas. She's not, like, going to run around and shoot a baby in the face no. with an arrow. You know what I mean? Strategic like, she war. She killed so many kids and families yeah. doing that. And, and it's it just... just it didn't fit the character. Sense. Like why? Why? She said she needed to kill a ton of people to send them all to the the mob because she was like planning this all out. Why didn't and they just like, talk about it? Well, why did you need to kill a bunch of kids, dude? Yeah. Like kids aren't gonna do shit in the fucking afterlife, homie. But like, yeah, it. But I do agree. Like the story, man. The arcs, like. How cool is it when fucking Thrall fought Garrosh, dude? Dude, it's and like cheated. Yeah. Cheated in the fucking fight because he just knew it. Like knew I, I, I can't. I'm a, he uses magic. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking shaman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he used to be like a, a enhanced warrior. You know yeah. what I mean? But like he's just not that way anymore. And like it was just so cool for them to like play off of that. Of like, yeah, there's these traditions and there's all these things that we adhere by with honor and stuff. But like, this guy right. is just evil, and like he did everything without any honor over the last 
I gave, I trusted you, and like gave you the fucking horn, and you did this, and like, dude, like when he's just like, and it just pans back and just shows that lightning strike Garrosh, and it's so good. It strikes him so hard he like flies up in the air, and then the fucking hand just grabs him, and like. It's so good because, like, Thrall just gets to walk right up to him and get, like, six inches away from his face and just be like, you know, whatever he says, something great. Yeah. Dude. Just like, dude, you're, you are done, bro. Like, and I, you know, I even, I know Deathwing, a lot of people hated it. Cataclysm as a whole, the story was a little iffy. I, I felt like the, the lore was still kind of cool. The writing was still good. The panning that what they did with the game at that time, not so great. <laughs> so even I though mean, I kinda like it. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you one question. What did Firelands have to do with Deathwing in the story of Cataclysm at all? I don't know. Why'd you go there? Yeah. What was the point? To, wasn't it because we thought the elements were coming back and that's where they were coming back? Like the, the Ragnaros and his crew were resurfacing? Isn't that why we went back to Firelands? Did he like work for Deathwing? I don't know. I don't know, man. This is very unclear. <laughs> I think you were just there to kill Major Doma. Yo, your boy looks like an untatted Oliver Skies. Oliver Sykes, the lead singer of uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Hey, I have, I have, I have a tattoo. It's a Dark Souls tattoo. Don't tattoo. It's a cool sword with a bonfire. Is that a compliment or is that a? No, that is a compliment. Ollie Sykes is a badass. Hey, so, hey, let's go. Yeah. I didn't um, put my. Uh... Oh, dude, his neck tattoos are so sick. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is an absolute compliment. I appreciate it. <laughs> Um. No, I. Ollie Sykes, what a cool dude. But yeah, Cataclysm wasn't great, but I still feel like I mean, even like Legion, the idea of Legion was cool on paper. I thought, just didn't pan out as a good game. I liked the legendaries. Yeah, it was kind of sick. How you got them was kind of fucking bullshit. Yeah, like I knew people that I raided with that just never got the legendary they needed until like the end of the expansion and you just wrap it up like uh shit man really sucks for you so a couple things with where wow's at now do savannah's isn't going to be a raid boss i don't think they're going to do that no so is jailer the end of shadowlands i know it's going to be the void right? i think jailer will be the next raid so do you remember when Sylvanas broke that dagger yeah. And that old god broke out and went to the void. Yeah. So I think that that is going to be the final raid boss. I think that that old god is going to bring the void to Azeroth and try to kill everybody. And Sylvanas is going to, you're going to kill the jailer, and the Sylvanas will like take control of the jailer's armies or something, and you will go. Are they gonna sell out with the void and they're gonna try and bring back like Yogg and Cthune or something like that? I could see them trying to pull something like that. I could see them trying to bring back like 
maybe some insane lore that like the soul of demons go to the void when they die so you fight like a crazy void resurrected version of kill Jaden or something that would be kind of sick that would be kind of sick dude yeah. like i, what, I like what, that idea what a lot. it should be dude is it should be a council boss fight against all of the major demons you've killed so like archimond kill Jaden, uh all know, the like, big ones yeah, yeah all the like major ones and then like like you could do the cool like ball you could do like a really cool raid where it was like every single last boss like the last wing of it was like void lich king void yog yeah void fucking uh insert any name really like yeah, the could, end bosses yeah the, like main raid sick. bosses and like yeah, like you like go into this weird fucked up void version of the frozen throne. That's like the well, ice is purple. Is the current Lich King gonna have any play in this? Bolar, yeah. Oh, for sure, he's leading the Death Knights now. So if you don't play Death Knight, you don't know anything about him. But oh, yeah, if, okay. Uh, I would highly recommend going on YouTube and searching like World of Warcraft Death Knight lore. Oh, so he's totally running yeah. the whole. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, okay. He's floating around in that fucking like the starting zone thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's in charge of them now. That's cool. I yeah. like that. Because uh, I thought for a long time, with the way they made him look, that he is going to be a boss because he looks yeah. like he's. Going I guess to be he's a not boss. technically floating around in it right now because, in the lore, or whatever he's in. Orobos, yeah, chilling at that place. But it, it's kind of weird if you go to the Death Knight place, he's in there too. It's strong, right? Great world of Warcraft. <laughs> he's a yeah. Lich King. He's the holes we don't try to poke, you yeah. know? Yeah, you know, we we try to. It's keep a video up. game. We yeah, know. <laughs> there's things we don't got to worry about. Everything, right? <laughs> no, I I don't know. I'm I'm curious what, sh and I know that we're far away from this, and this is greedy of me to talk about, but. Do you think they'll fix stuff in classic Shadowlands? Is that what you were going to ask me? What do you mean? Oh, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're going to fix all the lore. All the problems will get fixed. No, what do you think is going to be after Shadowlands? Do you think they're going to keep going? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, it was a few years ago that I'm pretty sure it was like two or three. It was right when uh, Warlords of Draenor came out. They had four expansions ahead planned and two of them already in production so like art was starting to be drawn for them mm. and stuff and they had five more oh so we still got in the hole that they hadn't even thought about i so kind of like, i think they said it was in 2018 that there would be at least 10 more years of world of warcraft expansions and then the first comment and top rated comment on it was maybe i'll have the headless horseman <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see what happens with DC sales and how many people actually return. Because we all know what the biggest thing is going to be, right? It's going to be the Wrath Classic. Because that's when WoW is at its peak. It's the best. It's when it's the best expansion. It's I'll die on that hill. Yeah, it, it's where. <gasps> It's where uh, that scared me for some reason. <laughs> other people are bound to read. <laughs> yeah, I got family. Um, it, it's when WoW was like everything about WoW was perfect. 
I mean, well, as perfect as you can get. Olduar. Yeah, Olduar is the best raid that's ever been created. Olduar. It has an. It has, Olduar. It has a built-in difficulty based so around what good. you. It, it just. It was the perfect raid. What did you really press that button? <laughs> Didn't you read it said do not press this button? Did you ever go back and get Nimrod's head? Uh, yes. Yeah. I went back and got Invincible too. I got Invincible, dude. That took longer than anything I've done in World of Warcraft. I, I had to clear uh, Ice Grand Citadel twenty five heroic. Four hundred and sometimes it was over 60 460 oh, okay times. well let's talk about my luck then okay i got invincible under 100 i'm well over i think last time i, I i'm not current i'm not playing it right now yeah um i had 700 attempts on what's his butt to get the fucking phoenix mount from bc never seen a drop <laughs> And I'm like, I'm close to that same number on Mimron's hand. Same level on Mimron's hand. Haven't even seen a job. I was clearing them on 11 characters. Mimron's head is annoying to get to because you got to do the flame of It's a whole fucking. You got to do it every fucking time. That bro. whole to try and go farm that mount is literally like there's two hour commitment. Some gimmick you there's a gimmick you can do. With uh, two two characters and extending a raid lockout, you just need a friend to do it. So like, I never you're like that. going, you go into the raid, you clear to the Vizax, and you save that lockout, mm -hmm. and you log on to a different character, and then you have that friend zone into the raid with you on that character, and then save you to it, and then leave, and then you clear Yog. And then log in on another character and have your friend come in and it would save you to that. And then I think they I think they fixed it actually. I don't think it works that way anymore. But it was like a way for you to uh, not have to clear the whole raid every time because you have like an extended lockout saved at the second to last block. But like yeah, I did old war. I did old war right into the fucking ground, dude. And they had so many like cool gimmicky achievements and yeah. shit you could do yeah, that yeah, were yeah. like, this is pointless. You get nothing from it other than ten achievement points. But it's like, kill this boss without ever touching a bomb. <laughs> okay, well let's try to do that, guys. It's our fiftieth time killing this. Let's try to not get hit by a bomb. You it know? just made it fun. I changed it up. I even really liked Maxim, dude. Rap. I thought it was that was sick. Great. It, it was, was uh, the fun. immortal and shit. Yeah. Dude, have I ever told you my fucking story of yes. how I lost my immortal? Yeah. Fucking ruined, dude. You also last time told the story about the guild leader's wife cheating, and that was fucking great. Poor fucking guy. That guy. R.I.P. to the dream. I hope he's okay. I hope yeah. he's living. I hope he found his another wow yeah. wife. Yeah, everyone time. needs their wow wife. God damn. <laughs> Poor fella. I, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Nax was really sick. Um, it was a chance for everybody to play those fights in a way that they actually stood a chance. Yeah. Like uh, the safety dance, mm -hmm. dude. Like uh, I had a guild that would actually play the safety dance every time, like a clip from it. So it'd just be like, as soon as it started, just be like, you can dance if you yeah. want. You can leave your friends behind. I, I just think that Nax was like in wrath. Yeah. It just 
Did you go do the special secret spot in the safety dance where you didn't have to move at all? Yeah, but yeah. it kind of ruined the cheese rules. Yeah, cheese. You gotta cheese it. We also did the cheese on the um, low fed. There was a spot. The sport. Yeah. G- yeah. Yeah. There was a cheese on that one as well. Well, fuck that fight. I think there was a cheese on Thaddeus too at some point. Uh, not that I know of. You had to. Sit in a bundle on yeah, both the, sides and crisscross. Thought there was switch. some you could cheese. I don't know. You can't cheese that mechanic. I know that the positive negative shit. Right. Like that was that was a had to happen. How dumb can you be to not get that right, dude? Like they would they would do like blue diamond on the positive side, red on the red X on the other side. The bus were blue and red. <laughs> like you don't even need to read. You don't have just to like think. if you look up, be like blue, blue. Yeah, <laughs> we're blue. good. Go we're good. Blue. <laughs> if you look up and it's red, fuck. Looks like I gotta go to red. I gotta go to the red, bro. This isn't fucking three D glasses. Like, <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> what else was in Wrath? So we had Nax. We had Obsidian so Sanctum. Nax. I have Eternity. Those were the first two raids. Malagos was such a cool fight. Yeah, where you Malagos got a ride on the dope. dragons at the end. Loved it. Um, so cool. People were so bad at it, though. Couldn't bad <laughs> Which blew my at. mind. Uh, we'd, uh, I'd always do pugs, and I would just make people slash follow me. Yeah. And if you didn't slash follow me when we dropped under the dragons, I'd kick you from the raid. I love that two-handed out. staff that dropped in there. Dude, Which I love the sick. fucking um, sword hellbreaker. Yeah, yeah. The ice sickle one. All of the loot from that raid is yeah. so cool. I have the mount from that too, the Azura Drake. Yeah, I got I have the, the blue Drake. Drake too. From the five man. Right? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. ten man one. Oh yeah, yeah, the ten man. One. Yeah. Um, and then it went Eye of Eternity, and then it went uh, Grand Crusade, yeah. Trial of the Crusader, which was, you know what, for being a small raid, yeah, blast. No, wrong. Wrong. Olduar was after. Oh, I thought you were saying Next. it was bad. Yeah, I was no, like, no, old, I liked old, it. Old, old, Olduar, Obsidian Sanctum, Eye of Eternity was the first three. And then Olduar came out. Yeah. That was the first big, big raid and it that was, they added. And it was blew everybody's fucking socks off. Yeah, it, it was, was way so better than anyone was expecting. Fucking good. And then they did uh, Trial of the Grand Crusader, because mm-hmm. that was prepping to go into raid Ice Crown yep. Citadel. And then ICC... And then, wasn't there another raid after Didn't they do like Ruby Sanctum? Ruby Sanctum, yeah, another one. They had another portal there to do another raid there, and they never did. I feel like we're missing one. I feel like there was one more raid. Um, No, I thought... Old you are... (sighs) No, I don't think we're missing anything. There wasn't one in either two starting zones. There was the Vault of Archibon. Yeah, I mean, I guess that counts. Get our loot, our free loot for the week. Okay, here we go. They remade Onyxia's Lair. Yeah. So we we got all the major ones. So it was Nax, Ramus, Obsidian Sanctum, Eye of Eternity, Ulduar, Trial of the Crusader, Onyxia's Lair. Ice Crown Citadel, Ruby Sanctum. So yeah, they gave I- Anuxia's Lair as a filler in between Ice Crown Citadel and Trial of the Crusader because 
Trial of the Crusader was only like five bosses. Yeah, by the way, there was no trash. You can laugh at me at this too. I'm over a thousand kills on an instant with that now. Never seen it. Never seen it once. So you wanna know what the rarest mount that I've ever gotten is? You won't believe it when I tell you this. I only have one flex mount, and it's the weirdest story. I can tell you after whatever you're gonna. Do you know where you get that? Is that the fucking... Wait. It's a Warlords of Draenor world boss. Rukmar. The big firebird that flies around in the sky. thinking. Yeah, so it's as rare of a drop rate as the Heavenly Onyx Cloud Serpent. And I got this on my first kill. I did this world boss for the first time. Did people tell you to just uninstall? So I was... Yeah. So I was trying to do it. And I fucking lagged out dude I, I was like i was trying so hard to get a group to do it because you had to like shoot the boss down out of the sky and do it yeah and um i finally get in a group to do it and i'm lagging out and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna fucking lag out I'm right gonna, i was trying to get a ring you know hey thank you for the follow follow but um <clears throat> I'm lagging out, dude. Just trying to fucking throw some hills out, like flame shock. It. Just, try, <laughs> just try to get a tag on the boss. You know what I mean? And I freeze completely. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not touching it. I'm just gonna sit. Let it be. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here. I'm gonna wait. I walk outside, smoke a cigarette because I still smoked at the time. And I came back inside, and my character is still frozen. And I'm like, fuck. And like. Five seconds later, the game's just like, you know, fast forwards a bunch of times, and then on my screen, it lights up Solar Spirehawk. And I got fucking like 10 whispers from people that are just like, Grats, dude, that's so sick. Oh my God, what the fuck? That's insane. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, sick, I got a mount. Like, nice and i asked some guys like is this really hard to get or whatever and he was like 0.01 drop rate dude (laughs) yeah that's when it clicked like oh i don't yeah 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 i was like oh my god i thought about it at the time i should have gone into my statistics and screenshot it yeah said rukmar and then bet on the mount you know hard flex it's like that is so fucking lucky it's insane the only mount that i really have that is a flex is from a weird situation yeah i have the woolly mantle from the tcg yeah so what happened and this is this is even i don't even know what the chances of this so my grandma she knew that i played wow but she didn't know what wow was she has no idea yeah so she was working at somewhere that sold cards yeah and for christmas and i didn't even know at the time that there was trading cards i had no idea i knew that there was a guy in booty bay that you needed codes for i didn't didn't translate my brain as sea turtle and yeah okay so she like for christmas like i opened it up and i'm like oh cool i didn't even know i didn't even know there was cards like what are these and i'm like going through and i'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, these have codes on them. Yeah. And there was 10 packs in there. And I pulled the Woolly Mammoth one. And I'm like, oh, it's a mount. Oh, that's cool. I'll go type it in. 
probably shouldn't have fucking typed it in because that card itself unused is like super expensive yeah yeah i think spectral tiger is like well, that's, 10 grand yeah but. The, the armored spectral tiger is going to be the most expensive one i think well, that you get both Ma- now too i think that woolly mammoth is like a 500 hundred dollar card yeah not even the code yeah yeah that's Dude, the only flex you want to see have. something insane the only one that I found ever. I gotta find it. It's gotta be here. Shit, that's just for the mount. $10,000. Ooh. Um, I would love... Can you even buy the trading cards anymore? No, they put them out of print forever ago as soon as they made Hearthstone. You know what's funny is I have I have the cards upstairs, and some of the cards are a hundred percent copied from that onto Hearthstone. Oh shit! Unscratched code. Who's this? Yours? No. Oh fuck no, man. Are you? How much is that card? Oh! Thirty-four fucking thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Where's the camera? Right here. Yeah. So it's a PSA 9 Spectral Tiger Mount unscratched code, meaning that they got it graded without activating or damaging the card, right? Yeah. And it was in good enough quality that PSA was like, yeah, this is a 9. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's probably the only one that exists, I think. Is there so, any other cards that are worth a shit in the wild TCG as far as like collector? Uh, no, not really. All it's just the code cards. Yeah, let's look at most expensive non loot card. The problem, uh, what bums me out about the original wild cards. I was the only person I knew who had me. I never played the game. All right, I lied. Uh, immediately, this came up. Uh, $470 for a copy of my Ev Shadow Song. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Do you know if the original game, does it play exactly like Hearthstone? Uh, pretty close. Pretty close? Yeah, they... they um, different keywords and some of the stuff works with like you know tapping type interactions that wouldn't work in hearthstone but yeah there's uh have you ever looked at the list of cards that got ripped straight from yeah i have a Hearth- couple hearthstone i to have the sinjin warrior card the shenjin shield master yeah and i uh, when i when hearthstone came out i was like oh i have that card i was like yeah. i didn't realize that they were pulling from it but guess it makes sense i yeah. get that's a good transition a bunch of artwork they took too yeah that's a good transition and something we wanted to talk about was pokemon pokemon's in the shitter right now ain't it yeah it really sucks right now that you can't even get your hands on a pokemon card without yeah. paying insanely scalped prices like it's fucked man it's super fucked up and the most thing that pisses me off is that when i was a kid 
I was able to go to the store and buy Pokemon cards. I didn't care what fucking kind they were. I just wanted some. Yeah. And the fact that like they are making these for a younger audience more than they're making them for you, and those kids aren't even able to fucking open the goddamn cards is super frustrating. Like, fuck. Fuck off. I realized there was a problem with the McDonald's stuff. I didn't realize that there was people legitimately throwing hands for Happy Meals. That went so bad for them, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, I just... And here's the thing that I think people need to start realizing now, okay? The way that we're acting towards Pokemon cards isn't going to increase the value of these new cards. No. It's going to ruin the market. Yeah. Because all Pokemon's going to see is like, oh... Well, we'll just keep printing more. Well, they printed more cards. They've already said they did. Yeah, like they 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 opened two new factories. Yeah. So the major, the biggest, largest major factory for printing trading cards has an exclusivity deal with Magic: The Gathering. They yeah. signed a contract with them in the '90s to like basically all of Magic: The Gathering cards get prioritized over Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. But right. It's the same company that prints most of them. And they opened two new factories just to print Pokemon and uh, some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have an issue like we do with no. Pokemon. But, and they did that whole announcement saying that, like, you know, within the next few weeks, we're going to start shipping out tons more Pokemon cards so that the shelves will be stocked and blah, 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 and you'll be able to get them. Didn't do anything. Well, what's going to be funny, though? It just put more stuff. Well, what's going to be funny, well, I guess this isn't funny. I get. I agree. This is kind of fun. My dick outlook <laughs> on this is the fact that all these people who are going to scalp, there's going to be a turning point where they all end up with product that no one's going to buy. Yeah. Right like, now, people are making bank. Right now, you're making bank, yeah. I just, I can't. Dude, uh, when Champion's Path came out, I talked to a friend about it and was like yeah i wish i could just buy a couple of cases of that and flip them and make a bunch of money next day hey dude so i bought three cases of champions path for like 1800 bucks like what do i do with them and i'm like sit on them yeah sit on them wait for that to go out of print dude because as soon as it does that charizard's gonna fucking skyrocket because there's two charizards like the fact there's two Charizards in there is a game changer. Like, Evolutions is good because there's a Charizard in it. I think there's two. Well, the, there's, there's the other Charizards that are worth money, too. But the... The, the full art. The, no. It's the just the regular... Oh, the OG rebrand. The OG one. Okay. Because that, people can't get the OG one anymore. So that is now the unlimited mm-hmm. Charizard. Like, the... The Charizard you can actually afford is right. now the Evolutions Charizard. So that or whatever, but the fact that there's two banger cards that are Charizard in that set is going to be great. I just don't think people realize what they're doing with this market. You know, it's the Shining Fates Charizard. Yeah, the Shining Fates Charizard right now is a fucking. The black and white shiny the shiny one. chunky Charizard. Yeah, yeah, that one's fucking like a PSA ten. I think is going for six, seven grand. Last time I checked, dude. Let's. That's yeah. not going to be a reality though when all these reprints come out. Because I mean, if there's ten thousand shining Charizards, no one's going to pay that price. 
Well, and that's what I was saying to my friend about the the old school Charizard from Evolutions. Is I was like, yeah. So they stopped printing Evolutions, and the price skyrocketed on all of those cards, right? Dude, I just realized that drinking a Red Bull at eleven fifty is just like. Oh yeah, that might be a bad idea. <laughs> but um, like everybody that pulled that card because it's not a secret rare; it's yeah. just a regular rare in Evolutions. So like. A bajillion people have one of those in their binder because it was worth nothing, nothing and they just kept it. So now that someone told them it's worth two grand, they are all going to send them in to get graded. And when all of those Charizards come back, the price will tank a yeah. little bit. So here, I want to look this up. We're going to go to this. I just don't think that there's any way that we're going to maintain this. And it sucks because you know what? I don't have any... Any desire. Yeah, no, the, the price has gone down on that card a lot, man. It's selling for like a thousand dollars. Yeah. PSA ten. The the chunky Charizard. These are the sold. yeah the black and white chunky yeah, Charizard. Yeah, these are the sold listings for it. Yeah. Who bought one for three hundred and sixty-seven dollars? Oh no, not that. Let me see it again. Oh, they bought a raw one, not graded. Oh, I'm thinking of a different one. Hold on. Yeah, this is the one from the Shining Faith set that just came out. Which one am I thinking of? Um, hold. You're good. Um, oh, the Hidden Fates Charizard. This one. This oh, yeah, the Charizard GX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can also get that one from... Um, uh, or it's a Japanese one, never mind. But look, that one's dropped. That's a nine, and that's eight hundred bucks. That a nine like two months ago was yeah. in like fifteen hundred. But I mean, you know that the here. Let's look it up, man. PSA, because this is how I look up prices of cards every time. PSA ten. Charizard. Yeah, I just go to eBay and see what actually sold. Yeah, just go to sold listings. Yeah. That's what I do too. Because. You a lot of times if you just Google it, it'll show you some that are like, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Today. I don't know, man. It's it's a weird. Dude. But going to like scalpers and stuff, the thing that bothers me, the same thing that bothers you, is like, both of us have collected Pokemon, on and off. I would say probably our whole life, right? Yeah. Like I. I've always bought packs. Like, I got some shit in there that I want to get graded that are from random, obscure boxes that haven't been out since, like, 2010. Dude, sold today for 600 bucks. I have that card. Here, go through. I don't think I have anything super yeah, obscure beside this stuff unsleeved is irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple sports cards in there that oh probably God, are so cute probably relevant but yeah. what were you saying um I, the the stuff about the scalpers really bothers me just because it's i i want to be able to go and buy a 50 dollars box and just see what happens yeah exactly and i can't even do that now i have to buy a hundred dollar box yeah. for double the price the hidden fates box that my ex or excuse me my um my uh about to say your fiance no there's something else i was going to say before that mm. 
I don't know. But boxes are going for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Yeah, like way more than they're supposed to. The Hidden Faith Ooh, box. Evolution to me is super cool. Yeah, I like it. The, the, Jesus Christ, my brain just smoothed. The Champion's Path boxes right now, you can't touch them for under Dude, like 110. And the shittiest thing about them is that every other card in that entire set garbage is dog water. Yeah. Except for straight, the Charizards. Straight shit. There's there's not even a card that's worth more than ten dollars. No, it's insane. The full art lands are going to be what ends up. You know, you put the Charizard up here where you can't see them, <laughs> so you don't have to go searching for them. The pretty boy. Yeah, I'm gonna put them here. We're gonna do this because it's just sports cards after this Whimsicott and Copperjaw. So if we're gonna do this, and then when people want to see your Charizards. Just like, hey, right you, there, bro. you guys want to see the flax? Yeah, All right. that, that is. We're the here flex. with the flax. I have, I have a oh, couple. Of, I have a couple in there that I think are still value. Just, uh, I think these will end up being the most expensive cards in Champions Path besides yeah. Charizard. Because those, all the people who actually play Pokemon will want to get the nice. Yeah, it's like the full art land. Yeah. Dude, do you not do the bruh? No. My top, that case fell today. Oh, so just kind of booped yeah. them all? Switched them all. Oh, well, I'll be happy you proved Captain was good. Yeah. Oh, the bruh from uh, Max? Yeah. Max is my favorite Pokemon opener. He's great. He is great. That's so sick. I want to get his uh, big nut shirt. Yeah, his big nut shirt. Yeah. I wish I could have gotten the Goblin Gold one. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's not many cards I want to get. I have a Lugia in there somewhere. Uh, this Tapu Lele is worth a little fair amount. It used to be worth a fair amount in this standard. Yeah, because everyone fucking used that Tapu Lele. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, Quick Turn is super cool. Oh, that is very cool, too. Yeah. Again, like, not a card that's worth a ton of money, but, like, as cool many are, that are collectors, like... Oh, that Grim Tutor is sick, too. <laughs> I pulled that. So I never had bought any fucking... Dude. I had never bought any of the collector packs of Magic. Yeah. And I went into one of the local places, and I look at the guy, I'm like, I'm in the mood to go after some chase cards. What yeah. should I get? And he's like, buy these. So I bought one pack and pulled the Grim. Dude, I bought... Uh... This is this is the only card I want from Vivid Voltage. Yeah, you lucky motherfucker. Oh, we got me and my uh, fiance so got big fat sick. gay Pikachu. That's so sick, dude. <laughs> I, I honestly, this is cooler to me than big gay Pikachu. Yeah, it's ACN. It's a sick, amazing rare art. Uh, there's a Sword and Shield base set. There's a gold Lucian card. Have you seen it? Huh. I, uh, it's funny, so me and my fiance have this joke, right, where she, and it's, I guess it's not a joke, it's a reality. She has the stupidest luck I've ever seen of anyone who is collecting Pokemon. And people, what, people that usually don't care that much are just doing it for fun. They yeah. They truly, genuinely don't care if they get what yeah. they get. 
are the people that get the most fucked up. Well, and, and she wants to get good cards, but she, like, we don't have a passion of, like, making money off this. We're not, like, trying to fucking be rich from Pokemon cards. So she goes in there, and the joke is, she's like, hey, let me see the packs. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. That's sick. So that's the collector's one that they did, and then this is the one you can get from the actual set, which I think is better. Yeah, that looks way better. Yeah, it's you can actually tell. Yes, yeah. which but is I like the black. And the gold. black and ones of the is the black and gold one from that like box Premier that like collections. Yeah, I would. Uh, I want one of those just to fucking have one of those boxes. Yeah, five hundred and sixty dollars later, you'll have one. Was that scalper price cool. though? And Max bought it like a few weeks ago, and he paid like four hundred and fifty. How much are the promos for? Uh, you can get a decent chunk of your money back. I would say probably the cards, just the promos and stuff, are probably worth like $300. So then if you don't pull anything good from the packs, which fucking he pulled another Marnie. I saw that. Son of a bitch. It's alright. It took him so long to get that Charizard. Isn't that Marnie like 1500 Yeah, it's insane. Because yeah. Marnie is a rule 34 yeah. whore. Yeah, rule 34 whore. Everybody wants the Marnie. They all just want Marnie to deep throat form or something. Okay, well, you know what? It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, except for I think she's like 14 or 15. Hey, guys, probably don't rule 34 kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they really just do it without thinking about it. And then you're like, well, you're she's the same age as you, and you just left on your journey. Mm. Like... Her brother is a gym leader who gave her a gym just barely. Yikes. Yeah, dude. Have you do you play any of the games? Like the the video games? Yeah, I so they keep track of your time of how much you've played in Sword and Shield. It only goes up to nine hundred and ninety nine hours and ninety nine minutes. And I've played nine hundred and ninety nine hours and ninety nine minutes. I don't know how much more I've played than that, but yeah, so I love shiny hunting. It's like mm. one of my favorite things to do when I'm just like chilling. Yeah, sometimes it's just nice to just, you know, bathe. Yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just fucking shiny hunt, man. And like, I. Sword and Shield got a lot of complaints, and I don't think it deserved as much hate as it got. Like, I think it's a fine Pokemon game. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, the last shiny I hunted was Reggie Alecky. The new yeah. Reggie. Yeah, it took forever. So, okay, I it. haven't played Sword or Shield yet. Is every Pokemon in the game? No. No. How many is it? Do you... A good amount, like 600. So five, you can get five, 600 Chinese? Yeah, 550, 500 and something. Oh, yeah, I could see So, like, they added the original game when it comes out, like the raw vanilla version, has uh, 400. Hmm. So, like, half. And then... The first expansion adds, like, a good chunk of them. And then the second expansion adds, like, a few more regular Pokemon and all of the legendaries. So, it's, yeah, it's fine. And I think they'll add all the other ones left in the, um... I don't have a problem with that, personally. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't need every Pokemon in there. Yeah, no, and it's, it's obvious that they're doing it to start to make some more money because they're all about that they've been selling you the same game for twice the price for years now and you've all been doing it so you know i never thought about 
I don't know why, but Pokemon as a business entity, isn't mm-hmm. it like two or three billion? Oh, it's the biggest media corporation in the world. Yeah. Yeah. They not the B. Like, sorry, that's the wrong way to word that. The biggest franchise. Yeah. Entertainment franchise in the entire world. Which so, is just. Yeah, they're insane. Pikachu be everywhere, bro. <laughs> we better have some good luck with this hidden fates box. And I, I. I seriously agree. Like, I really hope you guys have good luck too. Like, I'll send me pictures of whatever you guys pull. Yeah. But um, I just think that it would have been nice to get every Pokemon, but I feel like that's going to be their end goal. Like, I think with uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, they'll add the whole Pokedex to yeah. it, so you can transfer your Pokemon over or whatever. But yeah, I got like so many cool shiny pokemon just sitting in pokemon home that i can't move over it's uh how many shinies do you think you have in sword and shield so far uh i think i last time i checked i had close to like 250. that's impressive that's a lot of shinies yeah how do you do it i've never played so it just depends on the shiny um if it's uh, like a regular Pokemon, definitely Masuda method eggs is mm. the fastest way to do it. So, like, do you know how that works? No. So, anytime you breed two Pokemon together from two different regions, the chance of them being shiny goes from, like, 1 in 8,000 to, like, 1 in, like, 4,100 and something. It's, like, half or something like that. And then... You there's other ways in Sword and Shield to get that even lower. So mm-hmm. like I don't like how they did it because normally it's um they would do like a catch combo or an encounter combo where it would be like uh poker radar stuff. That's more complex though. I'm kinda glad they didn't do that anymore. But um you know, you'd encounter like Nidoran. And then every time you'd encounter Nidoran and not encounter or knock out a different Pokemon, it would like increase a multiplier on okay. finding a shiny one. And in different forms of that, there was like the Poker Radar, which would be like you'd have to follow, like you'd encounter a Pokemon, knock it out. And when you'd come back out, there would be like three little things of grass that would like wiggle and you'd walk to the closest one to you. And then you would encounter guaranteed another Nidoran, mm. and then they they would call it was chaining something chaining, uh, SOS chaining. Okay. So you know those group battles, yeah, yeah, where you get like four dittos that would attack you or whatever. So the idea would be to uh, knock out all of the other ones except for one, and causing them to SOS and call three more in. So then you'd get to the chain combo that you'd wanted. And then you would SOS one Ditto or one Nidoran or whatever, and it would just keep calling three more Nidorans, and, and, you'd, and just all those had a chance to roll the, the shiny. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that was one way to do it. But in yeah, Sword and Shield, Masuda method's definitely the best. Like for Regieleki, I had to literally, uh, you, the, in order to encounter it, there's these dots on the ground, nine like nine dots and you have to run in a shape on them because you know all the yeah geez have the eyes you have to basically run their eye pattern okay that's cool and you'll encounter it and then you encounter it see if it's shiny reset the game 
run the little path again, see if it's shiny, reset the game. If you didn't, you could knock it out too, and it wouldn't count it as an oh, encounter. Okay. You could knock it out, but people can you only have one encounter? Yep. Or no, no. Just, when you say that, you get to catch it. So like, you could encounter it a thousand times, and if it whites you out every time, it'll still be there. But if you found the shiny one, yeah, you'd have one encounter with it, like mm -hmm. a regular shiny encounter. Yeah, right. So if you if it killed you or you knocked it out or something, you would think of. Oh, you can never see another shiny. You'd have to roll another one. Oh, fuck. yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So once you leave combat for whatever reason, if you didn't catch that Pokemon, that specific one, it's going to re-roll the stats when you encounter it again. That makes more so, sense. So like you can't, you couldn't like encounter the shiny one run away save your game and, and then, then encounter a shiny one every time after that that's not how it works yeah gotcha. that would be very sad if you thought that's how it worked and then you did that that makes more sense okay because like i'm on pokemon tiktok for a lot of things yeah. and i see people actually knocking out their shinies and just losing their shit oh that would be sad yeah that's a bummer um i want to close out on one thing here and we can kind of call it because it is getting a little, it is getting pretty late it's getting a little late you talked about getting dabbling your toes a bit into music yeah i kind of want to hear more about that like as far as like what got you into edm and then kind of what you're doing with it like as true as it is man it was a girl like i i met this girl the end of 2019 on tinder mm -hmm. and we just like started talking a little bit and like got into music because that was like one of her main things she had on like her bio and i had her just like i was just like hey just send me a bunch of music you like to listen to like i work and listen to music all day so i'll listen to it you know she sent me a bunch of links to different bands and like uh she didn't send me any like hardcore edm right off the bat like, right she told me that she goes to raves and stuff but like she sent me this uh, synthwave band called The Midnight. Have you ever heard oh. of synthwave? It's like 80s. Oh, I mean, no, I've heard of synthwave. Yeah, so I've it's never like heard of this Midnight. like badass eighties infused yeah. EDM. Synthwave group. is the shit. They are sick, dude. I'd look up The Midnight for sure. They're awesome, and I like fell in love with it. Like, dude, I was listening to The Midnight so much, and like, I don't know. It was kind of like from there that that spawned this electronic music very cool damn to i started like listening to more stuff i was listening to more like melodic stuff and shit like that and then covid year happened yeah. you know uh and i on my birthday uh went on a psychedelic journey it was great oh but i had a friend who suggested she'd sent me like five or six different edm live sets so it was just like her favorite djs did like live stream concerts over the pandemic and she was like these are like some of my favorites you should check them out and dude it just took that like i just that night i just watched all of those and like just was infatuated by it because when you went on the like, psychedelic yeah 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 oh, okay yeah, okay that I, like, makes listened yeah. to a bunch of these live sets and like it was mind opening to me because it was just like i said there's just sounds that it's just like what is that i've never heard that before 
how are they doing this? Like such 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 weird sounds. Like here, like this this. I'm just gonna play you five seconds of the sound my friend made. Hey, Big Papa. So you won't get DMCA or something. Good night, my guy. Thank you for dropping by and saying hi. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, DMCA is fucking stupid. Yeah, so they have a problem with five seconds. It's probably not even recognizable, to be honest. Here, hold on. There's an easy way for me to do this. We'll be right back. Thank you. Tiger sex machine. Yeah, sorry, we're we're back away from the DMCA laws. And yeah, fuck that. Um, I'll show you one after that. I a guy who I recently who got recently got into, and I really like his stuff. What's it's his name? The Whittler. Dude, what are the chances of this? Like, I literally just saw some shit on Twitter that he had posted about like not being able to play a concert yeah. or something, and like. I was like, what the fuck? That's a crazy name, The Whittler. And it was in the EDM scene, so I was meaning to look him up. But, like, so, yeah, definitely when we wrap up, dude, you gotta you show You wanna know that. why I got into him? How? In my WoW Classic Guild, our two tanks were huge EDM guys. And one of their, the, he was a druid tank. Yeah. His name was The Whittler. And his brother, yeah. Um, he had alts that were all. Named after DJs. Yeah, Pretty Lights and... Uh, Dude, Pretty Lights is amazing. Yeah, a couple other ones I can't remember. Shout out to you guys. I know you don't watch, but yeah. miss you. Um, I started listening to that guy, and I'm like, Dude, this shit's fucking... It's just that weird, euphoric, like... I don't know. Yeah, I really like it. It's... EDM's one of those ones where, like, you know, when Skrillex came out and really put EDM on a different level... Yeah, he changed dubstep forever. Yeah, he changed dubstep forever. But ever since that trajectory, EDM is now huge. And it yeah. always was big in Europe, right? House was huge in Europe. But now EDM is, I think aside from rap and country, the top-selling music genre. Oh, yeah, it's, it's grown in America so much yeah. over the last 10 years, dude. It's insane. And Utah's uh, huge. Uh, Europe used to have the biggest music festivals in the world in this last edc that happened in vegas broke the record yeah. for the largest music festival in i'd love to go to edc but i did i can't afford 2k tickets it's and 2k slots so expensive dude like uh this girl that i've been seeing the last couple of months 
She's been to EDC. She's been to the one that I want to go to the most. It's called Lost Lands. Yeah. It's in California, the dinosaur one that Excision does. But, yeah, dude, like, I just, I just, I've never been so infatuated by something, dude. So I immediately just started looking into, like, what I needed to do to try to do it. Because, like, the idea of being able to do it by myself and being able to do all the parts of it is what hooked me more, you know? Like, I don't need to find a drummer. I don't need to find a vocalist. I can just do all of this on my own. Well, and it's like the same, like, you don't have to practice your what's the word you're like you all working together as a team to make a song yeah yeah the, you don't have the, to practice just that because everyone has to practice their instrument a computer synchronizing everything for you yeah so you just have to practice your skills of producing yeah you need to learn how to use the software and you need an ear for music and i love done. i love the fact that in edm people can literally make their own sound yeah it's so you cool know. that's those are those wavetables i yeah. was talking about like yeah, like you basically just create a frequency and then just take a piece of that frequency and then create an entire range of sound based off of that frequency. And then you just filter it and change it. And then that's how you get those sounds that I was just playing by yeah. aliens where you're just like, what is this? Yeah. Like that sounds insane. You just like, like, I cannot believe you're making a computer make that sound. Like it's so cool. That's why I loved Radiohead all growing up. Yeah. Radiohead was all about making sounds that I just had never heard before. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And then all of a sudden you hear an interview and Tom York's like, oh yeah, that's a trumpet. Yeah. Uh, I fucking took, inverted, ripped apart, and turned upside down. Put it six feet underwater. Yeah. You know, he's just doing this crazy shit. Cloned it with a sheep and then yeah. fucking ended up with this. You're like, dude, Tom. And that's what that's the fuck, bro. Oh, as funny as that is, that's literally what EDM is. Is like you're creating your own sounds, dude. Like my favorite DJ is a guy named Subtronics. Okay, dude, I've never heard anything like his music. Like I, I just, I've talked to so many people in the EDM scene about it too. Where I'm just like, he's just Subtronics, right? Yeah. He, he plays Subtronics. He like he doesn't play jazz. He doesn't play dubstep. He's he doesn't play genre. rhythm. He plays fucking Subtronics. And, like, there's another DJ named Rez. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. And she's just, like, the fucking second you hear her song start, you're like, that's Rez. Have you heard of the theory, the, I guess, EDM conspiracy theory about her? No, please tell me. Okay. In hypnosis, there are certain beats and there are certain rhythms. Oh, she's all about that. And... They think that she actually has broken, like some guy who was a math major or something like that, did some acid, went to her show, and like it clicked in his head that she may have broken a code to program the brain to love the music through her beat synchronizations. Whether or not she knows that or not. That's the, that's it. I think she genuinely might have done that, but not on purpose. Yeah. Not not knowing why. Because I've like seen a lot of interviews with her and stuff, and she's, she's just, just a pretty well. down there, yeah. chill person. But like, yeah, she's got she's got it, dude. Like, I just she, like she came onto the EDM scene in like 2017, bro. I like her like the most. I like her specifically because she just seems like someone who just is super in love with what she's doing. Oh yeah, dude. One of my favorite things from Rez, dude, 
and then we can wrap up this EDM talk is uh, she got really anxious about posting on her main Twitter account for mm-hmm. Res, so she made like an alt Twitter account for herself. Her name's Isabel. Yeah. And uh, she put a post up that was like, finally realized that I need to quit stressing so much about tweeting on the main account. Like, it really just doesn't matter. I'm sorry for freaking out so much, everybody. And then somebody screenshotted it that, like, a minute before that, she tweeted out on her main res account, all capital letters, I am weed. (laughs) (laughs) I am weed. I just love the EDM scene, man. It's so fucking friendly and nice. Who is this? Rez. R-E-Z-Z. Oh, yeah. R-E-Z-Z. She's fucking awesome. I've showed you a couple of her songs. She did a song with Under Oath. That's really fucking awesome. Um, hers, my favorite song by her is probably a lot of people's favorites called Edge. Yeah. It's just it's just so good. It's hard to beat. Uh, she has a, a, a live set called A Nightmare on Rez Street that she made for Halloween. I'd highly recommend checking it out. If you like some dope EDM beats, like, and I'm not talking like, unza, 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 like type of like European nightclub dance beats. Like I'm talking about some sick, like, they call her dubstep because like they got a classifier. They can't just be like, that's res. She plays res, dude. Yeah. She doesn't play dubstep. Yeah. She, she, she plays... It's her, like, own, it's her own sound. There's not a single wobble to be found no. in her music. It's never just like... Wah, 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 wah. You know? Like, that's not that's not res, but... No, res is... Well, it was super nice hanging out with everybody yes. tonight. I'm um, really glad to be back. I always give people the opportunity. I don't know if you have anything you want to plug, but... You know... Not this time. Okay. That'll be a goal for the next time I come on, man. I like we'll, that. Uh, maybe some announcements for Burning Crusade come out. Yeah. And we get some more information. We'll, we'll come and have another. We'll have another revamp talk. Yeah, we'll have some more information yeah. about it, you know? Because, like, right now, my ultimate opinion is pretty sick. The fact they've acknowledged and said that they are willing to make changes this time around. And the fact that they're starting on a later patch where the balance is a lot better and paladins aren't like one-shotting people. Yeah. I, I think they're on the right path to having a great classic Burning Crusade. I just don't know if I have the time to sink in. Yeah, that's, but, that's my point too. Yeah, but, we'll see if... I think that's going to be the big thing. They need to make it so I don't have to yeah. play 40 hours a week just to see the content. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, like I just don't have the time and I... If I could play 10 hours a week and be able to raid yeah. and be cool. Which is kind of sick that you can do that in Shadowlands. Yeah. Like, you, in Modern WoW, you can play 10 to 12 hours a week and do heroic raiding. Yeah. Can't do Mythic. You need to do more grinding for that. Sure. Or just be real fucking good at the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, one or the other. But, but I don't want another game where I don't want Classic where I need to be playing 30 hours a week to be able to sustain yeah, and not having fun doing it. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, if you had to play thirty hours a week to play classic, but it was fun and It'd engaging, be great. it would have been great. But yeah. it was not. If I'm fun farming lashers, it was very for boring. Six hours a week to make a hundred yeah. gold an hour. I didn't play. So I, can buy I talked to a lot of my friends that were just like, "It's like, hey, yeah, how's classic going?" And it was just. I will tell uh, you this. I will tell you this much, that, molten core, and BWL. 
with 40-man raids was a lot of fun. It was kind of sick at first, huh? Yeah. It was, bro. But... I could see that. It's the community, though, that made it fun, not the game. Exactly. It was, you were all excited to be there. You were all hanging out, having a good time, getting each other hyped up about the fact that you were doing it again. And then two months later, when you guys were all like, Yay, doing it again. <laughs> oh, four of our warlocks didn't show up. I guess we're not doing guard tonight, boys. Yeah. Like, but the first time our, <laughs> our main tank got fucking Thunder Fury, we're like, man, this is and, cool. And then and he then, left. <laughs> you know, but then, like, there's the things that I remember about WoW that I think Blizzard is never going to come back to or remember. That, like, I remember... From the fucking northeast corner to the middle to the fucking bottom whelps. It's like one in a fucking million. I don't remember Onyxia. I remember the fucking More community. dogs. I remember the fucking people. Yeah. I don't remember the game. The game was a facilitator for a community of people that liked to play D&D and yeah. raid dungeons and nerd my, out, you know? My favorite part, 100% of Burning Crusade, was the people that I was around. Yeah, and like, dude, like, did you see what they just did to that Scarlet Scourge guild? No. On Ravencrest? Oh, the ones that all the were abomination? abomination? Yeah, fucked. they fucking banned the guild leader and changed all their fucking names Stupid. and like shit. And it was like, why are you hurting dude, your community? What are you talking about? Like, Asmongold said it the fucking best. Like, this is what this game is built upon. Like, this actually makes the maw dangerous. Yeah. Like, there's these guys roaming around that don't give a fuck who you are. Like, they are a You don't know which one is which. Yeah, they are just going to it. fucking murk you. And there's nothing you can do about it. And, like, that, like, looming threat probably made playing in the boss so fun. And, dude, those... It probably made people group up and try to keep each other alive. And, and... the content those guys were producing... So, so when I... When he was featured on... Asmongold's uh, gear, uh, I wish we had what it's called, the fashion show. Yeah. Um, I went and looked at their content. Dude, fucking awesome content for what it is. Yeah, and they, they have like all their shit synced up to like EDM tracks yeah. and shit. And then they got banned because why? We don't. Fun detected. Yeah, exactly. That They were having too much fun and in Blizzard was, or Activision. Was a bunch of big fucking baby ass motherfuckers got murdered by them and mass reported them yeah and basically that brought it to their attention blizzard saw they all had the same name said that's a tos violation and then fucking banned the the guild leader for like two days a tos because they have slight shifts in their names yeah you're not supposed to have nomination you're not supposed to have special characters so stupid. It's a joke. One of the wackest things. We need. I guess we need to stop calling Blizzard Activision. But dude, they re- it's, it really is truthfully Act Blizzard, dude. Yeah, Act it's Blizzard. like super important to remember that that like I don't hate old Blizzard. No, I love old Blizzard and thank you Blizzard for like just the, the memories, the years and years and years of good times. And I understand that the guys that started Blizzard and like really like. Uh, Chris Randolph and like yeah. those guys, man, like they they couldn't stay around forever. You guys have families, you have lives. You you did you did years and years and years of it, and you did great work. But like, 
you left it to some of the most savagely greedy fucking people in the industry, and it shows. Dude. You saw that? Like, I shows. saw. I saw what the future looked like when Reforged came out for Warcraft Three. Yeah, and I'm oh like, my God, all right, I'm like all right, Blizzard. Worse than please. the original. Yeah. Like, how do you make it worse than the original, no. dude? Like, that's crazy. You cut stuff out. There was content that was not even in the game. That's why people blew up about the Diablo thing. And they were like, it's not going to include all of the expansion. It was like, get fucked. That doesn't make any sense. Like, you, you know what sucks really bad? And it, like, as a streamer seeing this, it kind of, like, it hurt that heartstring for other streamers. There was a guy who I think his name's Back to Warcraft. Um, he was building a competitive Warcraft 3 scene again. Like single handedly, yeah, he single handedly like he was hosting tournaments. Some of the old pets who used to like yeah. compete were coming back because they took the servers down from yeah. the old one, right, and replaced them with the reforged ones. And reforged killed it. There's a server. Hey, there's like Blizzard, a server. Do you give a fuck about this guy? Because old Blizzard would have. Old Blizzard, Blizzard would have given a shit about this. Old guy. Blizzard would have hired him and been yeah. like, hey. Why don't you head this? Here's yeah. like a small budget. Yeah, run an esports team yeah. for the fucking Warcraft scene. Here's here's five grand. Host tournaments. Yeah, like fucking new Blizzard is just they're not like you, they're active Blizzard now. And they're it's so afraid different. of Dota happening again to them. Why are they so? Why are they still bitter about Dota? Why can't they be proud the fact that Warcraft Three facilitated one of the best MOBAs that have ever been invented? It would have been invented. On another game, yeah, dude. it would have been. It wouldn't have been your game. It would have been somebody else's yeah. game. But Dota, a MOBA, was eventually going to happen. Yeah, it makes sense. And like, they've restricted all the customer stuff. You fucked yourself not jumping on that bandwagon. Where were you? What were you fucking doing? Yeah. Like, did you make your own Go Dota game? No. Let me check. No, you didn't. For like <laughs> fucking three years. Your community did. Your yeah, community well, built well, Dota. And and... Eventually you did make a MOBA. Yeah. And then you fucking fucked it. Yeah. Like you didn't you didn't Here's what a storm could have been the best thing that's ever been made. It was sick, dude. And it's still fun to go back and play casually, man. But you completely dicked everybody that gave their career to that fucking game. <laughs> and then as soon as Active Blizzard saw how much money the competitive scene was losing in Heroes of the Storm. They even canned the fucking college frat competition that they did. Yep. And it was like... Oh, Heroes of the Storm, isn't it 100% canned? There's no team working on it? Uh, they, they have it on life support. So, like, I think they had some projects lined up that, like, had already begun working on and stuff. So, like, they've released some new characters and stuff over, like, the last year. But that, I, I definitely think they're probably wrapping it up soon. It'll be... I, I do think they'll keep the servers live for indefinitely yeah i think you'll be able to play it but like yeah i spent a lot of money on that game too. i love hearthstone or yeah hearthstone hearthstone and heroes of yeah the here's the storm and hearthstone. well we'll have to talk about hearthstone yeah. another night because i know that's a, a bag yeah i don't even play that game right now dude fuck that shit all right guys thank you very much for hanging out tonight again remember our sponsors monarch social dark prime collectibles yeah. happiest med go yeah. check them out show some love and uh yeah curtis will be back it was nice meeting everybody that I met. Hi, chat. Bye, chat. <laughs> I didn't see Salty Frank tonight, so make sure to tell him I that I said hi. I'll, I'll reach out to him tonight and cool. tell him what's up. Where's your bat?